Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. It is the 4th of October. Yeah, that's it. A famous day in the calendar. Yeah, uh, that one movie where they're like, is it the 4th of October? And Remember, then remember the 4th of October. Yes. It's the 5th. On this day, the first US Open golf tournament was held at a nine-hole course in Newport Shit. Country Club, Newport. That's what I was thinking of. That was I was remembering, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's basically it. That's, <laughs> yep. And we did it. We nailed Pretty it. Much. Good night, yep. everybody. <laughs> there, there was that, and uh, British Rail introduced a train, a faster train in There's 1976. That is Four. it. October 4th. There's better things out there. It is the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi, and for the Catholics out there. If you're observing that. Mmm. Sounds delicious. I'm looking forward to feasting on wonderful gaming content. This is not not the podcast to feast on wonderful gaming content. Our special guest today is the one and only video game donkey. Welcome to the show. Woo! Woo! So glad to be back on here, you guys. Every time I come on here, it's just, it's just a wonderful time. Yep, it's uh, at least your fifth or sixth time back on the show. So we're really happy about that. Basically, our only pro Smash player that we've ever had on the show, which is excellent. Good to see the talent for that game represented here. <laughs> you know, what is sad about that is that Sky hasn't taken the bait yet. I've, I've laid the bait out for three days, and he's somehow... <laughs> Somehow held back. I don't know how. Uh, he, oh, is he dead? He might be dead. <laughs> no? Uh, still alive? Okay. I think he's still gone. All right. Good Good to know they're still ticking along. I know that, that Sam took the bait, but not... Mm. not Sam did so take the bait, yes. I was Sam happy with that. Yeah. That's that's a consolation victory there. CTB is a masturbator. What is he talking about? And I was like, honey... <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact he assumed I was talking about him. It's like I didn't even know he played Smash, let alone that he was any good no, at he, it. No, he wasn't. Oh, he's not good at it. Cool. Excellent. No, no, no. no he's, I he's terrible. I One of the worst. I think he thought you were talking about him. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked out better than I hoped. Our sponsor today for the show, paying for the exorbitant, exorbitant fees of Video Game Donkey. Crunchyroll.com slash Biscuit. Head on over there for Unlimited Anime. The full season has started. I watched a the first episode of Tiger Mask W from the it's, full I season. I mean, it sounds fascinating. What There's a it? little history behind that that's probably not interesting to anybody, but I could tell you the history of Tiger Mask, if you wish. No, you Good. don't, do you? Go you're go, you're going to hear it anyway, because yes. I've got to fill three minutes of sponsor time. Do so it. you're getting yes. it, whether you like it or not. Tiger Mask was initially a manga in the 70s published in the Bakura magazine about a wrestler in a tiger mask, as you might imagine. And he would fight with someone in a dark tiger mask called Dark Tiger or whatever. Now, okay, cool. Out. That's fine. Yeah. They also made a, an anime about it in the 70s. So really, really fucking old. But what happened was there's a promotion in Japan, a wrestling promotion called New Japan Pro Wrestling. And deciding that they needed something interesting, they decided they would make Tiger Mask into a real wrestler. So Tiger Mask became a wrestler in New Japan Pro Wrestling. There have been five different Tiger Masks, and they also got a bunch of foreign wrestlers in to represent Tiger Mask's enemy, which included uh, people like the late, great Eddie Guerrero, like one of the best wrestlers ever. 
So what they then did is they decided to make the remake of the show, which is Tiger Mask W, but include characters from New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it's gone full circle. There are now real wrestlers in the anime that the real That's wrestling thing stole awesome. the fake wrestler from, which is kind of neat. The, se- the show is cheesy as fuck. Really, really silly. But what I liked about it is that it is in the style, the visual style of an old anime, like 80s anime. Like right. really big, thick, black outlines, uh, kind of thin faces, sort of slightly larger eyes than usual. Uh, the plot is very sort of 80s anime. People are dying for no reason. There's a wrestling training session where they're climbing up a mountain and one person just dies and everyone it. finds that completely normal. <laughs> Which is like pretty much all 80s anime. People are just dying left and right. Um, fun fact. Uh, in the last like year or so, there have been a lot of really, really old anime that for whatever reason, Japan is on this kick of like remaking. Remaking old anime. shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ushio and Tora was another one that was running in the 80s. And they completely remade that and ran that the last couple of seasons. Um, and also Osamatsu-san, which was basically like their equivalent of our Betty Boop. They decided to just like completely remake that and have it be like a, a modern anime. So I, I love I love that we're starting to to have all of these like really old styles of anime, but like they're trying to bring it into modern anime world. It's fun. It, it's a nice little answer, I suppose, to a bunch of the CG stuff that's come out lately that isn't that great. I'm done watching Berserk. It's shit. It is. Uh, it's it, fucking it's really all terrible. of you, all of you out there who are like, I don't know, I'm really enjoying it now. I'm so glad that some of you are. I'm glad. I I gave it four I episodes and I'm done. I I'm I, one of it. my favorite anime, and I I'm not. I don't even watch much anime. I watch like maybe one anime a year. Berserk's maybe one of my favorite of all time. The re- the new series is fucking awful. Yeah. Terribly animated. The storylines just make no fucking sense. That the character doesn't act the way that I expected him to or anything like that. Casca's nowhere to be fucking seen. I don't know what's going on with that. Not to mention what they did with Casca. I'm not going into that. No, don't Um, watch it. It's shit. (laughs) But if you wanted to watch something that was awesome from last season, that is on Crunchyroll, you can watch Mob Psycho 100. And that was great from beginning to end. Um, Mob Psycho 100 is about an Esper kid. It's the same... Uh, guy one. It's the same person who made One Punch Man, but it's being made by a different company. So like One Punch Man was done by Madhouse, who's known for like like really really you know clean awesome animation. And Bones is doing Mob Psycho 100, and Mob Psycho 100 the art style is more based off of what the original webcomic looks like. Uh, it's fantastic, like really really cool use of color, a really interesting story with fun characters. So. Cool. Go oh. check it out on crunchyroll.com slash Total Biscuit. Go watch Food Wars as well because it's great. Which yeah, I think that season has Wars. ended, hasn't it? Like, uh, is there any more of it? It seems to have just stopped. Oh, it's a mid season break. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I think it's a hiatus, but now you've made me nervous. <laughs> I-, I want it back. I want more of it. It's been great. The best mm-hmm. cooking anime. Yeah, so go check it out. Crunchyroll.com slash Total Biscuit. Loads of. Unlimited anime. Loads of unlimited anime. That's a terrible sentence. Good lord. Loads of unlimited Loads anime. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Not just some unlimited anime. Loads of unlimited anime. Watch it on any vice. Watch a bunch of stuff. Go watch Food Wars if you wish. And Tiger Mask is... If you're a wrestling fan, Tiger Mask is amusing if ridiculous. So worth a look. 
Cool. That's our sponsor obligations out of the way. Let's talk about what video games we've been playing this week. Donkey, what have you been up to this week? What's been going on? I've been playing everything. Everything? Wow. <laughs> everything. Cool. Everything. We don't have to do anything for the rest of the show then. We can just chill out. Yeah, I'm just going to let you talk, bro. By all, all means. Right. I played that shitty Matrix game. I beat the whole thing. Path of Neo? Yeah. How oh, long God. did it take you? Uh, it felt like forever. <laughs> it's pretty short, but it felt long. You know, I watched a video on that, and I'd heard that Path of Neo was a notable improvement on Enter the Matrix, and I feel like I was lied to. <laughs> What the fuck is that game? The PC one is especially fucked up. That's the one I played. It's incredibly bad. Like, <laughs> there's also a bunch of stuff in there. It's supposed to follow the actual plot of, of the movie this time yeah. around. Because of course, Enter the Matrix had two characters that you know were sort of featured a little bit in the second movie. <laughs> and you, you wanted to play Neo, and you didn't get to play him, you know. And that was disappointing, and that was also buggy as shit. That I just saw a scene of you fighting with a fucking samurai sword for some reason. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that bit. They took some liberties. A, a few, I would say, actually. I don't There's one part where you fight uh, all the Agent Smiths. They come and they form one big Agent Smith. <laughs> yeah. Sunglasses off of a billboard and puts them on his face. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I do like the death animation. Like when you die where everything goes all code like. That's pretty neat. It's it's pretty ambitious, but like for what what the team was able to do, you know? Mm. Like the the ambition was way up here and then the the development skill was like down here. Yeah, I mean you'd think that the Matrix would be a natural fit for video games and they made three really bad ones, including that MMO, if I recall correctly. Ah, oh, the MMO is such Uh that such MMO dreams. Such such dreams for that MMO. Oh we that was uh, I think that was the beginning of the end for me when it came to wanting to play MMOs anymore, because you just you have this promise of a universe that you really want to get into and then you log in and you realize that that promise was just a lie and then it's forcibly ripped from yeah you. it will yeah. never it will never be good it actually doesn't exist no yeah i yes i think that the claim that this was somehow an improvement on enter the matrix was not true oh this fucking turret sequence jesus christ no that's not a good video game at all no what possessed you i have to ask i don't know i was just I think I saw a video of some dude playing it. I was like, I gotta check this out. I, got, I need this in my fucking life. <laughs> Every level is just some brand new crazy shit. There's like a karate level and the right doll, the guys just go <laughs> they just shoot into space when you hit them. The fucking <laughs> cinema scene is what got me. Where you're fighting somehow, for some reason, you're fighting in a cinema where someone is watching The Matrix. <laughs> You fight with a fucking broom, and there's one guy in the audience complaining that you're getting in the way, and then making a bunch of meta commentary. Hey, like, do that thing, do that move. What is this? It's, it's just beyond everything. Why is this here? Like, <laughs> for what possible reason? There's a moment where the game stops, actually, and the directors of the Matrix come in and explain what? to you why the game is so fucked up. Wait, what? 
Yeah, it's like a cutscene. It's a game of the game just stops and you see like these two little avatars and they're like, "What are the makers of the Matrix?" And this game is a uh, way is really weird. Oh, the avatars are like eight bit, aren't they, or something yeah. like that? Really weird looking thing. Yeah. Like the whole thing it's... was. I just don't know. It's like David Cage got involved in this at some point, and no one ever realized. <laughs> he just snuck into the development process. Holy shit! Somebody said. Somebody in chat. I'm not going to call you out in case that winds up being very wrong. Somebody in chat said the gameplay is actually good when it comes to melee combat. Confirm or deny? Um. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting. Like they tried to do all this stuff. There's like so many animations and all this. Like that, a lot of work went into it. It's just kind of a disaster, especially the PC one. Yeah, I think that the best Matrix hand-to-hand combat game is actually Sleeping Dogs. Just if you want a game where you're doing kung fu and punching a lot of people at once and having all the animations smoothly flow into each other, that's the game you want to be playing. Yeah, it feels like a precursor to that kind of stuff. And yeah. Batman. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Uh, they were trying to make the combat look natural so that it sort of lo- the animations locked together because they were supposed to fit together instead of just sort of flailing away at each other. Yeah. Man, it may have inspired that. They, they kind of succeeded. Yeah, uh, the fight, that, that fist combat didn't look too bad. The gunplay looks absolutely hopeless. <laughs> that didn't work on the computer. No, that doesn't seem to work at all. No, that's... Well, that is not a game I feel any need to revisit. Not after, I think I've experienced everything I need to after watching that. Yeah, don't play it. That's no. when you know you've seen a good YouTube video and you're like, you know what? This this really, this told me all I need to know. Now I can that, walk away. That was away enough. Yeah. I feel like I've experienced it by proxy, but avoided the pain of having to play it. Yeah, that's like... uh. Kraken spent, I think, three or four streams playing through Vampire the Masquerade. I never need to play that game because I've watched someone just that like game dive in really deep. It's way too good. You really should actually <laughs> play yeah, it. It's I, extremely I good game. It's a it's actually a good game. Yeah. It <laughs> was I don't know what Patchy was playing with. When it was released, it was one of the buggiest games ever made. There was yeah, a point was, in the game... Watching him play it, it was a buggy mess, man. If he didn't patch it with the unofficial patch, which has been updated for, like, the last 10 years, constantly. Like, the ex de- some of the ex-developers got involved in the uh, the development process of the unofficial patch, the community patch. That game is a lot better as a result. But on launch, I mean, there were several parts of that game where you literally could not progress. Yeah. And a lot of them were fairly late in the game as well, so it would completely break it for you. But, no... The thing about uh, Bloodlines in particular is there's at least three or four different styles of play, including one where you barely talk to anyone because you're a Nosferatu, and as such, everyone is terrified by the way you look. So the game becomes a stealth game at that point, instead right. of the the kind of RPG that it is up to that point where you're just seducing people or trying to convince them to do things for you as a sexy vampire. Right. And then there's, there's a play style where you turn into a werewolf. There's a play style where you're a blood mage and can cast magic and shit. There's all sorts of different things. It's Oh, and of course, playing the Malkavian, which is great. You can have a full-on conversation with a street sign because you believe it's a real person. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Oh I, my changed God, my mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm going to create a game. It also has one but, of the scariest like- sequences in any game ever. 
threw me off was that depending on who he was talking to in that game, either it was somebody who was taking it very seriously, he wanted to tell him lots of very important gothic information about vampires. Naturally. Or he would be talking to somebody who was just goofing really hard on the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, what does this game want to be? I can't tell. The VO is a mixed bag. You know, it's like playing the first Deus Ex, one of the best games of all time, but you just have to ignore the voice acting. Gotcha. Because they didn't have any professional voice actors. Half the voice acting is developers. Some of it is highly racist. It's clearly an American pretending to be a Chinese person. Oh, no. Abort. <laughs> the guy pretending to be the Russian uh, in the bar in China whose only voice line is, I spill my drink. Over and over again. Yup. Yup. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You have to, you know, it spawned one of the greatest series ever. You just have to ignore that bit. And I feel the same in Bloodlines. You, some of the VO is okay. Some of it is ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. But that game is awesome. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, as a side note, if you're interested in watching Kraken and all of his Kraken-esque glory play that game, He's going to be putting up videos of it oh, pretty soon. Oh, I can't here. wait. Because yeah. that, that shit breaks all the time. He's going to find <laughs> plenty of things to, Dude, to like. It's so fascinating talking with him about, because, you know, all of his content before he got into school was like games fucking breaking and him yes, making fun that of was all. That was all he did, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But now that he has gone to school and learned a lot about games, he can like force them now to that he went to school. he wants to. He, well, I'm just saying, he he knows how they work even better now, and he can make them break, which I think is oh, kind of fascinating. Stay in school. This is the moral of this. Stay in school and learn how to break stuff. Stay in yep. school, learn how to break shit. Absolutely. What else have you been playing this week, Donkey? What's been going on? <sighs> Played the old Sonic games. Only which ones? Oh. All of them. Totally. All of everyone. All of them. At the same Two, three. time. Sonic and Knuckle Sonic CD. The good the ones. Good ones. <laughs> the good ones. Those are really good. I'm I'm in two minds as to which the best one is. I don't know if it's two or three. I think it's three, man. Yeah. Three is there's no excess there. It's just good level, good level, good level, good level. I always hated, uh, what was it, the th what's the third one? The third level, the marble level. Marble Hill Zone? Something like that. Yeah, I always got stuck on that one for some reason. There's a, there's some weird bit that I could never get through. It was like getting stuck on the Casino Night Zone where you had to figure out that fucking barrel. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, there's that's a lot of weird, uh, it's not as fast as like you remember. No, it's, it's really not. Yeah, a lot of the, the modern Sonic games are like, well, Sonic was always about speed. It's like, no, actually, it's <laughs> really not. Most of these levels can't be played fast at all. <laughs> so I've gone back and forth trying to figure out all the different stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're very, they're very maze-like, I think. Yeah. You know, whereas a lot of the modern Sonic games are hold right as much as possible. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Those games are great. I miss Word. them. I should go and play them again. 
feel like two's better, but you know what? I'll let you have it. I'll let I you think have the two's better soundtrack wise. I gotta say, like two is really good. You don't beat Chemical Plant. You don't beat Metropolis. You don't beat Wing Fortress. I think in terms of soundtrack. Is Green Hill the first one? Green Hill was in the very first one. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was what Emerald Hill. Classic. Look, I'm just saying, Sonic Two, Mega Man Two. Those are those are when the twos were good. And then we got Mario 2, and that was garbage. But but Mario 3, though. Mm. Mario 3 is quality. Wait, wait. You're talking shit about Mario 2 over here? I am. <laughs> yes, I'll be the one. I'll be the one to step up and go out on that limb and say it wasn't that great. That's right. Mario, two, Mario 2 is the one where you're, like, in a play, right? A uh, dream. Yeah. It's a dream? Yeah. Mario 3 is the, the play, but Mario oh. 2 is, is a dream. That's when you wake up at the end after slapping the shit out of Birdo and stuff, and Mario's just sleeping. Right. Got it. Yeah. Mario games are fucking weird, man. There's I've never a- been more convinced. After playing Super Mario RPG, I've never been more convinced that the Mario games like don't actually care about ever making sense. <laughs> No, like I said when we were playing it, it, Mario was the was Kingdom Hearts before Kingdom Hearts existed. Where there's like, fuck it, this looks cool, let's make this happen. Yeah, which is fine because no one ever cares. You're a plumber stomping on turtles, saving a princess from a bigger, spikier turtle. It doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> Makes sense, great. That's what games used to be, and then they had to have guns. Way to go. Way to go, America. And you knew who you were then. (laughs) Niles was God's and men was men. (laughs) What? Niles were the days. The days before character development and unnecessary character development. What was the name of that show? Not All in the Family. It It definitely was. All in the family? Okay. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince is exactly what it is. Ah, yes. That's what it was. It was the theme song to Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. I remember now. <laughs> what games have you been playing, TB? <laughs> not not ones that were that old, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I have to say. I haven't had my... Disappointed. Oh, no. I've been playing new things. How terrible. Stuff that isn't out yet. I played a ton of Civ- Civilization VI. Yeah, you kept popping up in my in my lower third. <laughs> the TV's playing Civ VI. Yeah, and I played it on stream for like six hours yesterday. I don't really know where the time went, actually. I was intending to just do a couple of hours on it. I restarted, decided to play as Japan, immediately got invaded by all the barbarians to the point where people were just saying, As is custom. I, you should just restart the game. And no, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, because then all the work that I've done was for nothing. I'm right. going to defend my civilization against these barbarians. I'm going to slowly retake this area and I'm going to assert my dominance. And I did eventually. Good. Took a while. <laughs> Took a while, but we did it. It was able to slowly expand from there. And then I just fucking murdered the Congo after that. <laughs> they... They were idiots. They were they were uh, nope, idiots. I'm gonna walk away from this combo. I'm gonna back away. <laughs> I happen to love the Congo. I'm just gonna let you keep say what you gotta say, man. All I say, I take better care of their cities than they did. 
they decided, oh, um, we really need horses because we're at war with Rome. We don't have any horses because our starting areas of rainforest and they're not known for having a lot of horses. So we want to trade with you. You've got spare horses. In response to that, we'll give you a bunch of money and open borders. <laughs> like, that sounds great. You know, I have this really large army that's not doing anything. So I'm thinking what we do is we slowly move the army through your territory, obviously to explore the land, as it were. Uh, we can see that you have a, a nice defensive river over to the east, so we don't want to attack over that. Uh, so what if we just use the open border treaty to move our entire army past your city and then attack it from the west? And they were like, we don't really like that. You, you seem to be moving a lot of units through our territory. Can you stop? I'm like, sure, no problem. I noticed the territory had one little hex just uh, on the coast that wasn't there. So I'm like, we'll just move them through here. So I moved all my army through that one area that was not in their control and then killed them. And everyone started denouncing me. It's like, you're a warmonger. It's like, I absolutely am. Anyone want to dispute the claim that I have to the Congo? And Rome is like, we'll dispute it. I'm like, I'm going to murder you. So I took the Congo over nice and easy. They, uh -huh. they, were, they, just, they didn't seem to have built any modern military units. So I sort of ran over them. And... Then I went on this massive technological binge. I invented biplanes in 1400 AD. I got cavalry with guns in like 1200 AD. And founded uh, the first electronics factory in the world in 1320, which was great. <laughs> and the interesting thing was that because of all of the experience my army had gained from fighting the barbarians at the start... I had a bunch of really old units that had been around for thousands of years that were really experienced and highly leveled up and just wouldn't die. So eventually you were able to upgrade those. So I I had, I think I fought mostly with horsemen for about 3,000 years and then upgraded the horsemen to cavalry, which are a huge upgrade because they have guns. And with these massively experienced units, I couldn't be stopped. So I ran over Rome Rome offered me, like, two cities to stop murdering them. I said, no, I can take those myself. So I took those, and everyone's really upset with me, but they're not willing to start shit. They're, all they're gonna do is- all they do is denounce me. Yeah, every now and again they'll show up and say that we are really upset with how you're behaving. <laughs> really upset. You- you are a warmonger. Quite upset, sir. Yes, we don't like you. We're not willing to do anything about it. Because we can't do shit and we know it, but you know what? We don't like you. It's like, cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't mind. I now have all of Rome's territory, all of Congo's territory, and I have such a massive technological advantage over everybody else. I feel I'm going to have nuclear ICBMs in 1650. So once I have those, bearing in mind everyone hates me anyway, my plan is to nuke the rest of the planet because it can't possibly diplomatically get any worse than it already is. Totally. So I'm thinking we just wipe them out with that. <laughs> That's that sounds like the way to go. I like so it. Japan went well. Yeah, it played. Yeah, it played I was going to well. say, but sticking through it really can lead somewhere sometimes. It absolutely did. It really did. I finally mm -hmm. got the hang of how the district system works. How the you've got to build on different hexes and then build the hexes next to each other and then build shit in those districts and get a bunch of synergy bonuses. Uh, I became a merchant empire and 
established shitloads of very, very profitable trade routes and everything like that. So I make a ton of money. So yeah, it's going really well. I, I have no complaints. The, the Vikings keep sending missionaries over via boat. That's all they really do. In all of this warmongering, I forgot to found a religion. And now I can't anymore because everyone founded them already. So they I'm found being... all the religions. Yeah, Fuck. they founded all the religions before I got a chance to do it. God damn. So I'm just sitting here being half of my empire is one religion. Half of the empire is the other. I'm just like, I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> that doesn't really matter. Doesn't stop us from murdering literally everyone. So. No, I'm, I'm going to kill yeah. you. I don't care what religious affiliation you have. We're going to run you over. Uh, probably with nuclear submarines and jet fighters. And you have knights right now, so I think we'll be fine. <laughs> the best thing is I invented planes before I invented sailing ships of any description. <laughs> I had biplanes before I had, like, longboats and fucking caravels. Fuck? <laughs> I don't know how it happened! I just, I just didn't go down that tech route. I decided, you know what, I don't need boats. <laughs> Yeah, if you get biplanes, you don't need boats. No, I've got fucking aircraft. Why do I need boats? Civilization and Japan isn't actually in like on the island. It's wherever the hell Japan is. So, all right. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that I wanted to kill was on my island anyway. So the only thing that I can't reach, I think, is the Vikings. So eventually, the end game will be me bombing the shit out of the Vikings' boats with jet fighters. They currently have uh, classical era frigates, I think, and a few caravels, so I should be fine. I don't think they shoot up. What setting are you playing on? Uh, Well, the the only difficulty the the preview build has is Prince, which is the third difficulty out of eight. All right, I was about to say, it doesn't sound like your usual game of Civ, where they're like, everyone's way better than you. No, I mean, I've massively outpaced them technologically. I'm not sure how that happened, but obviously it's because I... the idea of you sending biplanes out to a country that just has knights as their oh, yeah. that's, it's gonna be great i can't wait visual ever maybe it's gonna be absolutely wonderful i mean when i invaded the congo with uh what did i invade them with um i think it was samurai and possibly musketeers and they def- tried to defend me with spearmen japanese musketeers and that was about it worked pretty well yeah, it was. It, it's been good. I mean, I'm enjoying it even more as I start to learn and figure out the different systems. You it's know what franchise well. I've literally never enjoyed playing? Is it Civilization by any chance? It is. <laughs> why? Why is that? Why? Why did you never get into that game? I don't know. I've accepted at this point that I'm just not the sort of person that likes those games because I've tried to play it so many times by myself with groups of friends. I've tried like every iteration of Civ when it's come out and been like, wow, I hate this. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just not, but I love listening to people talk about it being like, yeah. Civ's a I- game that gives you stories. That's that's the reason I like it. You know, when you finish yeah. a game of Civ, you go and recount the wonderful adventures of your empire and, you know, how you invented electronics in 1400 AD, but didn't invent sailing ships. Like, it's, yeah. that, that's how, that's what's fun. I don't think the multiplayer is a good idea. It takes too long. <laughs> I tried to do that once. You try. You, when did you try Civ multiplayer? <laughs> like five people. The um, question is: Are you still playing that same game? Because you probably are. Still on the third turn. Yeah, that's about right. Started uh, in 2013. That game. Jesus Christ! 
I don't... I, I'm going to give credit to anyone who can sit through a multiplayer game of Civilization. You have far more patience than I ever did. And the sad thing is, it's potentially fun, especially when you're dealing with, like, diplomacy with your friends, and then you backstab that guy and he gets really super mad and all that stuff. That sounds great. It's just, it'll take you three weeks to get to that point. <laughs> and someone will just get sick of it, or you just, like, take your fucking turn and someone's gone to get coffee and comes back in an hour. It's like, what did I miss? Nothing! We were waiting for you! Yeah, I think that's the one time, because the last time that I played Civ multiplayer, it was with Sam and Crendor and maybe Gmart. Well, the first and mistake, you played with Crendor, so... But, That's no, why nothing Krenner, got done. Krenner actually likes Civ, though. So He's in, in chat spreading lies. <laughs> no, you didn't win, Krendor. I beat you. I destroyed, we destroyed your civilization. You can't just win. Lying son of a bitch. Left around. No, it's not how it works. Ugh. But that was the one time that Krendor was like, I'm going to get up and go do something. And when he came back, it was not his turn. <laughs> it still was not his turn. Yeah, it's not. It's well, not something that I want to sit down and play multiplayer. I just, I just don't have the patience for it. I know some people play it asynchronously, where you can just kind of take your turn when you want, and the game sort of sits in the the system tray. It's called a pit boss, I think. So when you play pit boss, um, I think I think it's a it is a third party thing, if I recall correctly, where. You take your turn, and then it will tell you when everyone else has taken theirs, and you, you just do other things while that's happening, and it sits in the corner and then alerts you when you've got to take your turn. That's an interesting way to play it. Like you can, That's the kind of thing you can play while you're working and sort it's of like take old, it at your own uh, pace. Browser Risk games. Yeah. Browser-based Risk was totally yeah. like that, where it was like you could just show up and be like, oh, it's my turn, and the game would persist for however many days before it would be like, all right, whoever's in the lead wins. <laughs> yeah, you were, apparently they, they implemented that into Civ 5 because that was the way that it used to be. I think Civ 4 and uh, Civ 3 had like play by email and stuff like that, but apparently Civ 5, that mode is built in. So you take your turn, it sits in your system tray, and then it alerts you when you're ready to go again. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe I could stomach playing it that way. I, I think I just prefer single player, because then it's like, I could take as long as I want. That's great. And then everyone else, you know, we get AI, so it doesn't matter. Y you're having a fight with Krendor in the fucking chat right now, aren't you? No, Krendor just said the most ridiculous, but also hilarious thing in chat. We were talking about how we played. We played Civ, and the reason why all of everyone playing, it was this huge game, everyone playing ganged up on Krendor because he took 14 minutes for every turn like it was ridiculous so we just yeah. agreed to kill him we kill him that's fair and i said in chat like Quindor, we all joined up and kill you and his response was like well the romans killed jesus but who won that <laughs> what <laughs> I, can't, I can't argue with that logic i can't, I can't uh, what? the romans sure. killed jesus but guess who won jesus who won. yeah <laughs> that's what he said you win, Krindor. I can't. I can't right, defeat you. Right. People still know who Jesus is. He won. <laughs> yeah, Rome, no one knows shit about that place. Oh my they god. They didn't even do nothing. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. I think it's going to be really good when it comes out. It's like the first Civ game I've played in quite some time, where I feel like you don't need two expansions to enjoy it. It's like on launch, it's probably just going to be good. They didn't take a bunch of steps backwards, and then right. to add features back in an expansion later. So. I'm pretty cool with it. Some people are 
a bit upset about the art style change. There's like it looks a little too cartoony. I like it. It's got actual fucking color for once. The art That's style lovely. changes every single time. Yeah. Every single, you got to get over that shit. Every you do. Every going to look different than the last one. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Uh, it's like, it's nice and colorful and bright, and that's nice for once. You know, less brown is always good. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. I'm playing a lot of that. Cool. Another game I played. I know yeah. uh, somebody knows a lot about that. A few days ago, I decided um, to take a look at Paladins. Uh-huh. So, people have been getting a little riled up over Paladins lately. Yeah, if you, sorry, not to hop in too aggressive. Oh, by all means, hop into the conversation. That's what they're for. But, like, <laughs> I can't believe every single time I watch somebody play Paladins on stream, people in chat are aggro about it. Like, they... They're pretty pissed. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Hmm. Go on. And you know what? That, that is kind of the discussion that I want to have. I'm trying to figure out why people are pissed. Because, like, it seems like they're personally offended that this game has some similarities to Overwatch. And it definitely does. There's mm -hmm. no there's no escaping that fact. There are a few heroes that play kind of similar to Overwatch heroes. They're not identical, certainly, but they are similar, there's no doubt. Fernando the Knight, for instance, you know, is basically Reinhardt with a flamethrower. And that's what he is you know there's, there's no escaping that fact uh there's uh there's a dragon dude who's kind of like farah mm -hmm. and there's a couple other heroes that have some similarities but there's also plenty that don't or that have really weird mixed kits like a bunch of people were getting all hot and bothered over a hero called uh, androxus okay. who they assumed was basically a reaper clone because he's pretty emo He's got the he's got the gun. He's, he's got the, the edge lord character. Yeah, he's the edge lord. He he's actually, actually McCree. Exactly McCree. Exactly <laughs> McCree plus Tracer plus what the fuck? So he's like McCree in the sense he has a six six shot revolver. Uh, his right click instead of firing all six shots fires three, but if you hit all three of them, you get bonus damage, which to me is actually an improvement over McCree. Because McCree is a character where you throw a flashbang at somebody and then right-click and aim in the vague direction of them and they die. Like, there's not a huge amount of skill involved in using the right-click ability. It unloads six really inaccurate shots, so the best way to do it is stun them, get in their face, and unload it in their face. Simple McCree. as that. Yeah, that's McCree. Yeah. With Androxus, you only fire three shots, but if you hit all three, you get bonus damage. So you're encouraged to not just spam, spam them in the vague direction of a target, which is right. pretty cool. Then the hero gets fucking weird because, you know, the revolver makes sense. That Those mechanics all make sense. He also can absorb all the bullets that are thrown at them and fire it back in a demonic energy blast. Okay. Which, and, and I was like, I, why is this ability here? Like, how does it fit with the rest of the character? And then, of course, there is the fact that he can do the Tracer teleport. Mm. He's got three little dashes, which are basically like Tracer, and they recharge in the same way. And his ultimate is he can fucking fly, and his arm turns into a giant energy laser demon cannon. I'm just like... As you do. It's like, you started off well, and then the rest of the heroes like, we're putting abilities on this hero for the sake of putting abilities on this hero. 
Right. But I'm not going to lie, despite the complete lack of coherence in its kit design, it's still pretty fucking fun to play. It's a, it's a fun hero. It's It's enjoyable. It's weird to me because the way that people are responding, you would think that Overwatch was a very small game. You would think oh, that yeah, they feel like very threatened. Like, yeah, like this game is going to somehow overthrow Overwatch unfairly. And I'm like, guys, Overwatch have, is fine. <laughs> do you have any idea how many copies of that game were sold? A yeah. shitload is the answer to that. They are doing just fine. This game is free to play. So sure, okay, you know, you can, you don't have to pay up front like you do with Overwatch. Surprisingly enough, the business model seems to not be horribly exploitative. I've got to give it, them credit for that. It seems like... I mm, I was going to say that if, if Overwatch was like Dota, then Paladins would feel kind of like LOL to me. There's a bit of that, definitely. There's, uh, it feels... There's something about the way that Paladins plays that feels slightly less like an FPS than Overwatch. I think it might be time to kill. Like, it seems like it it takes a little longer to kill somebody in that game. Whereas in Overwatch, you could die real fucking fast. Like, yeah. you know, you get hooked in as a road... Uh, you, you hook in the tracer as a roadhog, that tracer's dead. You know, that just boom, one shot in the face. It doesn't feel like any of the characters can really do that. Which makes the game feel, I guess, a little bit more like a MOBA and less like an FPS. But it is an FPS. It really is, like, in every respect. It just, there's that some, there's some little element about it that just doesn't feel quite right. Well, they're taking what I'm assuming they learned from Smite and, and put it in this game. Yeah, I think so. What I do like about it is that the game is not as ultimate spammy as Overwatch has got. Have you noticed that lately in Overwatch that the, it's a, there's a lot of ultimates going off? I actually went down to the Overwatch finals in Atlanta this weekend. Uh, that was the televised thing out of the Turner Broadcasting Center that they actually put on TBS. Mm -hmm. It was a very weird experience because you got an esports crowd in what's clearly a television arena, mm -hmm. which is very, it's very high tech. It's very overproduced. It's very clean. It was fucking cold as well. Jesus Christ. And you've got a bunch of guys who are there to sort of rile up the crowd, telling you that they're coming back from commercial. Like everyone cheer, everyone cheer. But no one really needed prompting. Like, and I think they actually realized that about halfway through the broadcast. I think they were afraid that everyone would just sit there and not make noise. No, they, were, they, were, they made noise at everything. They were just happy to be there. So I think like about halfway through, the guys that were trying to guide the show just gave up and just let people do what they want because they were doing things absolutely fine. And it was it was a really cool experience. Like it were everybody there seemed to be into it, including the people who you you think like obviously had never seen the game before, who were like either executives at Turner or guests or friends of the players, or I think there was a few celebrities there I didn't recognize. They were all really into it, actually, surprisingly enough. And the crowd was really hot for it. But I gotta say, that game is fucking impossible to watch. Good God. It's so hard to watch. Yeah, it's just like the 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 best way that I could see uh, in regards to watching it. The most pleasant time I had watching it was when they decided to just stick on one character for a while. Like they spent about two minutes on a McCree and they spent about two minutes on a Farah, and then it was totally watchable. But when they were doing the whole, we're gonna pan the camera around, 
in a team fight, it's just a big mush of color. Like, because yeah. all the ultimates go on at once. And like, well, I think everyone here is just watching the kill feed. I'm pretty sure they're not watching the actual game. Because otherwise they would have no idea what the fuck is going on. It's worse than League. Like, I have problems watching League esports because it's so fucking colorful that when all the like, when all the ultimates go off and everything, it's just a big blinding mess. And then you see what happens when the smoke clears. This is worse because it's not from a fixed camera perspective. So it's like, God, I can't see. I don't know what's happening. Um, but people seem to enjoy it. You know, it was a pretty fun, fun little experience. But I've got to say, I don't get the anger over Paladins borrowing things from Overwatch. Somebody said, and I think that this definitely touches on it, that... It's not necessarily the game. They're not protective of the game necessarily. They're very attached to the characters. Yo, right? there's the nail on the head right there. The characters have become so beloved so fast. Cool. Yep. Yeah, and I get that. Being like a game, have characters with very similar movements, very similar kits that look similar. They don't um, look similar though. Like I'm gonna say, like none of the characters to, in my eyes look similar. The kits, some of the kits are similar, mm -hmm. but. Design-wise, really, Paladin's lineup doesn't really look anything like Overwatch's. I mean, there's the dwarfy-looking guy, and there's the little spooky girl. <laughs> okay, there's a dwarf in the game. It, name, name a character, like a game that has heroes and characters in it that doesn't have no, a fucking no. dwarf. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're right in there or something. I'm saying that this is one of those things where each character has like little pieces here and there that can immediately remind you of someone from Overwatch. And because Dodger's absolutely right, it has nothing to do with the mechanics and shit. Because remember when Overwatch came out and everyone was like, this is just fucking Team Fortress. Like, this, <laughs> they got over that same, pretty quickly. Yeah, it, it, it's about the, the fascination with these characters. Look, it all goes back to, to years ago in 1984 when we said on this podcast, Wait, people what? love these characters so much, they made porn of them. This is... It's about the characters. It's about the characters, and people are offended that another company's like, you're stealing things we love. That's all it is. It's at its core all it is, which is there's nothing you can do about that. That's just people being people. I, I think that is ridiculously oversensitive because, honestly, there's no character in Paladins that holds a candle to the identifiability and, like, I guess the love that anyone would have for someone in Overwatch. Like... The lore behind the characters in Overwatch is well-developed. The characters are very distinct. They have a shit ton of voice acting, which is all really well-written. Paladins does not. Yeah. Like, the coolest character in that game is Bomb King, who is a walking bomb that throws other smaller bombs. But even then, like, he only has a couple of lines, and that's, like, it. Like, he there's nothing... He's defined by his kit. Like, I feel like... In Overwatch, characters are defined by their design, their visual design, their lore, how they speak, how they interact with the other characters. But in Paladins, you could swap out the visual design of any character for anything else, and it wouldn't make a difference. Like, Bomb King could be anything. Like, the, the knight character could be anything, and it wouldn't matter. Uh, that so I don't see how people feel threatened by that. Like Overwatch blows it away in terms of character design. At that point, Donkey, you played a bunch of it, and obviously, you know, you made a really funny video about it. I'd like to know, like, kind of what your genuine thoughts are on it. <clears throat> um, it was pretty fun, just because it's 
You know, it's so similar to Overwatch. Overwatch is fun, so that's going to be fun too. Yeah, and it's not a bad clone either. Like, if you're going to call it a clone, it still plays well. Yeah. I did have some issues with lag when I was playing. Like, some matches would be kind of messy. Oh, okay. I haven't run into that yet, actually. But, yeah, yeah that may happen. I heard they were having point. issues, like, because I played it when it first went on Steam, so there was ah. a big surgence of people getting it. There really was, actually. I mean, they claimed, I think, a couple of weeks ago, they passed 750,000 players, which, uh, for a game that is... Yeah. It's definitely not finished, you know? It, it, it doesn't have a lot of... Uh, its character lineup is pretty weak. The skins are utter shit, which is weird, because Hi-Rez is, like, skin king. Yep. Smite has the best skins, I think, of any game Yo, I've ever facts. seen. Facts. They're so good. They're so well designed. There's so much with them. And this is like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a skin for Bomb King. Oh, I can get green, purple, <laughs> or, or orange. They're all fucking recolors. There's nothing. You don't the, want to be the orange king? <laughs> yeah. The only cool thing I can get for it is that if you get Twitch Prime, plug, plug, you can get a Twitch Bomb. Your bomb has the Twitch logo on the back of it, and it's purple. That's, oh, really? Yeah, that's the best and only thing. It's just they're just completely underdeveloped, like microtransaction-wise. Um, but no, you're right. It does. It plays well. Like yeah. it's fun. It's not. I don't think it's better, but it's not bad. Like if someone said to me, like a few friends said, "Hey, we're gonna go play a few rounds of Paladins. Do you want to come play it with us?" I'd probably say, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've gone my way to play it. Although I do fucking love Bomb King a lot. Like he's just <laughs> a really fun character to play. Uh, imagine Junkrat, but more. I <laughs> like, to How the point. How can you grow perfection, TB? By getting rid of everything that doesn't evolve exploding. Junkrat has traps. No, no, no. We don't need any of that shit. No, that's the best part. Nope. No. You nope. And I, nope. We're nope. We're Why have done. traps when you can have more bombs? Why waste because, an ability on something that because, doesn't explode? Oh my god! Because traps cause salt, <laughs> and it's so delicious when somebody gets stuck in a trap and they're like, "Fuck!" and you're like, "Yeah." Now, Bomb King does have a salt-inducing ability. He has the stupidest fucking knockback I have ever seen that will send people flying halfway across the level, usually into a bottomless pit or into the sea. And you can upgrade the knockback. That's one thing that uh, that it, it does do. You are able to customize your character beyond the visual. So you have a, there's a, they have this kind of neat loadout system where as you progress, you get chests and the chests give you cards. And these cards are loadout cards for characters. And you can create a custom loadout for a character that buffs or changes the attributes of different abilities. So being Bomb King, I wanted more bombs. So Naturally. I got the card, which reduced the cooldown on Grumpy Bomb, is its name, which is this giant fucking angry bomb that you put down. And what's cool about it is that the loadout system, you've got to have five cards, but you have 12 points. You can pick one of four levels of the card to upgrade it. So say I really wanted lots of Grumpy Bombs, I can get level 4 cooldown reduction for Grumpy Bomb, which will cool it down by like 4 seconds. And what I was worried about is that they were gonna like, I don't know, sell the high level cards. But no, once you have a card, you can pick any level of it whenever you want. And I found that really kind of neat, because Overwatch is really a stickler for, we have a kit, 
you're going to play this in a very specific way and you're not going to play it in any other way. We're not going to let you fuck with it at all. We don't trust you, apparently. Right. Whereas with this, you can actually alter it and you can emphasize the stuff that you like about the character and you can buff it up or you can try and fill in your weaknesses. And through the game, there's also an, uh, there's an economy as well. So as you get kills, you get cash and that lets you buy from like a set of passives like decreased reload time, lifesteal, all that kind of shit. Pretty simple, but... I it's, prefer games where I can't nice. change the loadout because then I know if I'm doing shitty, it's because I'm playing shitty and mm. not because they have like a superior loadout to me and I'm going to have to spend a lot of time thinking about that. Like I'd rather just play the game and try to be more skilled at it. Does that make sense? I can get that. And I think that's a, that's a valid way of looking at it. My way of looking at it is I, I like to I have more a- bombs. Yeah, I don't want more bombs. I like to have a bit of I like to have a bit of customization. I like to be able to emphasize the things that I enjoy doing with that character and maybe, you know, minimize the weaknesses and the things that I don't. Right. And you get, you know, you get a default loadout set. The cards, you can buy them all with in-game currency, so you're not reliant on random bullshit. Basically it's not Clash Royale, thank fuck. Um, so I like I like that little aspect to it. It's it's not a bad little game overall Mm. and i think people's anger is just a little bit misplaced because what is better than having one game that does a thing in my eyes having two games that do that thing because what if sometime in the future overwatch makes a decision that you don't fucking like and now you're like i invested a lot of time into this game now shit i've got to go play another game and i've got to relearn it you don't need to relearn it with Paladins. Like, within five fucking minutes, if you've played Overwatch, you can play Paladins. Because it is that fucking similar. This is the exact same thing uh, back when YouTube, like, video game playthroughs were just becoming, like, a really big thing. Everyone was like, you're doing the exact same thing as insert extremely popular PewDiePie YouTube. would yeah. be the answer every time. PewDiePie it- played this game, so no one else is allowed to play it. Yeah, it's the exact same it thing. used to be the it's way the exact it was. same mentality, just like, yeah. oh, you're copying and ruining. Not really, not really. But people just get attached. And then because they're, you know, just, I don't know. It's they're just emotionally so like, it's my thing and I love it so much. There can be nothing else. No one else it. is allowed to do something similar. Yeah, that's I dumb. I don't get it, but whatever. I don't people get it. I've thought that way forever, so. I was like. I like burgers, which I, I should be obvious from looking at my webcam, but they, I don't necessarily, what if I don't like the way that one particular place makes the burger? I can go somewhere else and get a, a burger that's slightly different. Absolutely, yeah. It's choice is what it is. And you, it you, is, it is consumer choice. And pa- that, that, you know, high-res would be dumb not to, if they have the ability to make a, a choice, another option, they should. They should jump on that because that's what people need. That's what people want. I mean, it's a a genre that people obviously want to play right now. So, sure, put more into it. Like, there are genres which are obviously oversaturated right now and are probably not going to get anywhere. Like, you know, Dota-style games, League of Legends, Dota 2, etc. You try and get into that genre now? Good fucking luck. (laughs) So many games have tried it and just failed utterly and shut down for whatever reason. I just don't... that's That's a genre that... Is, is just being dominated now. But this genre is still kind of... Yeah, Overwatch is doing really well, but there's still room for others to to build on it, to do something a little bit different, to use a different business model. 
and I don't see the harm in doing that. And when it comes to fucking people complaining about kits, I mean, I saw a video where someone was, not ironically, legitimately pissed off that Paladins has a character with a hook in it. It's like, you... Have you ever played anything in the MOBA genre? Everything has a fucking hook. Everybody. Some have multiple hooks. Some have different kinds of hooks. Some have hooks that drag you in. Some have hooks that do different things. They all have hooks. All of them. That's not original. That wasn't original to Overwatch. It's not original to anything. It's just an ability that people like to use, so why not put it in your game? Just a uh, lesson in marketing uh, for my Twitch emotes. I have a hook with chains. It was created because you can use that with literally fucking everything. It does use it with the weirdest shit in my chat. Every game. It, it can be used with every game. And that's why I was like, yo, we need to make this shit immediately. Because hooks are in literally every MOBA. And then... It's you're the hook is what it is. There we go. You're the hook, and it's just Luigi at the end being hooked and dragged in. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, to freak out about that's insane. Abilities. Why is the chain part called Shibuzi Buffalo? Uh, ask Dan and Kiske, because they created literally all the names for it. You don't come up with the names? They do that? I'm like, just make sure it gets online. Yeah. Y'all are weird. I find it difficult to get mad about it. And I'm going to be honest, like, if Overwatch somehow gets killed off by Paladins, that's Blizzard's fault. <laughs> like, how did you lose to that? Like, Pal- Paladins is needed at the moment because there's a lot of people playing Overwatch who are, because of some of the choices they've made in focusing on esports aspects of it, people are like, well, this isn't the game that I, I wanted. There are people just walking from Overwatch right now. And so I feel like other options are needed. And good. they may be better. They may suck. I don't know. But other options are always good. If they it's end up being cool. better, then again, that's not... Oh, no. Well, let's blame the company that made the better game. Oh, yeah. dear. You know, you, bl- you blame the guys that got cocky and sat on their laurels and prioritized the wrong things. You know, I, Something that will light a fire under the, the other game's ass is a good thing. There's a reason why League is finally mm-hmm. moving towards actually paying its teams like a percentage of skin sales. Like they weren't doing that before that. There's a reason why they're moving towards the the more, you know, they're trying to add features that Dota's had for years because the teams are pissed off and this other game is looking real damn attractive right now. <coughs> and you know, that's a transferable skill set. You can go and play that game instead. Yep. <coughs> Monopoly is never going to benefit the consumer. Yeah. Like a Time Warner cable. God. Oh, I'm sorry, you mean Spectrum cable? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Spectrum cable? What the- Time Warner cable just changed They changed their name? Their name? They're rebranding. What? Oh. They're rebranding, so you don't know their shit <laughs> lords still. I this can't even handle them. I can't even. I'm surprised that haven't happened sooner. Yeah, all my stuff broke, and I called them and was like, what is going on? They're like, welcome to Spectrum. I'm like, what the fuck is going What? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we've, uh, we're changing. Like, that's not good. That does not help me at all. Yep. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, if you're not feeling Overwatch right now or you don't want to buy Overwatch, Paladins is, you know, free to play and it's not that bad. Yeah. And just to be clear, High Res jumped in late on the MOBA game with Smite. And that is an awesome and they game. actually managed to pull it off. 
Yeah. That's the weird thing. Smite is this weird anomaly, right? Because everyone that tries to make a fucking MOBA or Dota game falls flat on their face. You yeah. know? Uh, for, for years, it was it's just been League and Dota. And, that, and Smite has this little corner of its own where it's doing really well and people generally respect it as a well-developed game. It's nowhere near as big, but it's doing just fine. And well, it's it's just kind of shocking that they pulled that off, really. I think developmentally, they're really smart in the fact that they came in late, but what they did, because Josh is right, it's all about characters and getting attached to characters and characters you like in video games like this. And what they did were like, we're just going to use old gods. Everyone has That's perfect. That's a great idea. It's genius. That's really smart. And so going in, you're like, yo, I know exactly who I'm going to play. I'm going to play this person because I like that person already before even touching the game. Right. It's it is really the only smart. game where you can play the God of Bees. I mean, what what more could you possibly <laughs> want? It, it's always interesting to see them put a new hero in that game because you want to know, like, how do they how are they going to interpret this god? Like, what how are they going to transfer this god's lore to its abilities and stuff like that? Yeah, um, I always think about that, too. Yeah, and and honestly, like it, that was a, that was a weird one because obviously they made it a third person game, which gave it a different feel. But you Dynasty were still Wars, man. It felt like Dynasty Warriors, and that's awesome for me. Yeah, it's yeah, you do you do feel really powerful in that game. I like the fact that they made you three times the size of the regular minions, yep. and it's much more obvious that you are because you like it's third person. And then when you hit like you hit a minion and you kill it, it just goes flying off in that direction. It's like yeah, I feel like a legit god in this game. <laughs> yeah and i'll say this about high res so a lot of people are salty as fuck about high res because of what they did with tribes ascend uh, they they did not do particularly well with that they made some bad decisions they effectively killed off their game and i understand that people are kind of upset about that but i feel like they really have improved a lot over the last few years they've got much better as a company their mm. business models have got a lot more user-friendly they haven't really made too many mistakes. They've been listening to people. So I, th you know, are we? W do you want to hold a grudge for that long? Really? People do. Yeah, I was gonna say yes. Absolutely. Some do. Some really do. They this grudge gives my life purpose. TV. It's like I will never play will a game from that company. It's like, like like Agent Smith. You have to have a purpose. What's your purpose, <laughs> Mr. Anderson? Fuck full circle. Oops. We did it. We've done it, guys. We did it. We've come full circle. <laughs> Yeah. Who knew? The Matrix is so much more deeper than we gave it credit for. I played the shit out of tribes, and I've forgiven them at this point. It took me a while, but I think if, if a company does well by people and is generally making good decisions, then you should reward them for that, because otherwise, what's the fucking point in them even improving? It's like, oh, well, I'm never, I'm never going to forgive you. Okay, then what's the point in us trying to do any better then? Because you're never going to forgive us regardless of what the fuck we do. So we might as well just exploit people. Yeah. Uh, I, they, they're doing better. I, I, I think their games are pretty solid. Paladins is okay. Let's take a break. Yo. When we come back, we'll talk Yo. a little bit more about the games we've been playing this week. You're watching the Corruptional Podcast. A show that's also okay, I suppose. You could watch it. Let's see why not. We'll be they right already back. are. They already are. You sure? They're doing it right now. You sure though? Did you get a break? Because that'd be clever.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Uh, we can't see you, Jesse. There must be something wrong with your webcam. <laughs> Nailing it. Yo, uh, speaking of MOBAs, okay. um, while we were on break, I read that finally, this may be a reason for me to go back and play again, finally Heroes is releasing their crazy arena mode. That they oh that one that they on. and didn't they announce that a year ago yeah, at BlizzCon last year yeah 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 and then just never brought it out apparently it's finally coming out a year later we're finally getting it which is great because that looked like chaos and it was literally just hero versus heroes and none of the bullshit so I'm super excited about that and hopefully the randomness that they promised where it was like five illidans versus five illidans will be a thing that can happen and it'll be crazy and back again. Said it before, I'll say it again. Blizz, your game is the Saints Row of your genre. Be crazy and wild with it. Be nuts. I hope this is what this will lead to. I hope this is what it will be. So that just, I guess, came came across the wire today, only 10 minutes ago. So apparently that's happening now. Interesting that that shows up right around the time the Battle Right is getting popular, which is also a game about heroes in an arena. Hmm. We were just talking about that as well over the break. Were we? Like, Battle Ride. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so who's played Battle Ride here? Nope. Played it. Don't I'm looking at you. I've played it. Dougie's played it. Jesse's played it. Oh, no, I haven't. You I haven't looked it up. It? I was like, Battle Ride? What? I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit, this looks cool. So. Yeah, it's I apparently it. super fun. It I is. I haven't touched it yet. Absolutely. Um, Dougie, I'd love to hear what you think about this because uh, it. It's been out the last couple of weeks. It's gaining popularity quite rapidly. Yeah, there's a there's like a whole bunch of these, you know, like arena fighters where it's just kind of like a mobile with all the bullshit cut out. Yeah, just yeah. To the good part. But yeah, that really is really what it is. Too. It's in early access, but it feels like like it's it's a really polished game. Yeah, I think they've got the the basics down pretty well. I am concerned that people will stop playing it because maybe there's not enough progression for them. Yeah. Like, it's a game about actually playing it and getting better at it rather than earning new characters and levels and shit. The levels basically mean nothing. Yeah. And which, it costs money too, which it could have been free. I don't know. I believe it's going to be free once it comes out of early access. The, oh, really? Yeah. So the plan's to go free to play, but the early access version, uh, okay. they're making you pay for it. But if you buy the early access version, you get all heroes in perpetuity. So when they release uh, new champions, you're going to get those. So okay. that's okay. the way they're that's doing cool. it. And yeah, yeah. It, totally, it totally could be a free to play game. I think the, the model will work really well for it. Yeah, I think it'll be popular. I love the idea of Arena Brawl. Like, when Smite's arena mode is fantastic. Like, I love the idea of, you know what? We're not going to do that laning bullshit. It's like, your heroes fight. I think that's so much fun, and it changes the way you play, and you, aren't, you don't sneak around like an asshole anymore. You strategize. You're like, okay, well, where do I go in? How do I stay back? I think it's, I think it's really fun, and the more games like that, the more I'm in. I love those types of games. Well, I mean, to me, the, the best part of games like that are the team fights. So if you make a game that's nothing but team fights, there you go. and every time you go in, you know you're not going in at a disadvantage. It's like, oh god, that guy's three levels on me, or that guy's a better item than me. 
everything in that game is skill. Like, every skill is predictable. There's no RNG. They do constant damage. There's mm. no variance there. Um, the, what I like is that they, they put a limit on how much you can be healed as well. Healing gradually gets less effective throughout the match. So that kind of like puts a right hard cap. Yeah, and that if the fight goes on too long, the fucking arena just closes in on you. There's this black void that appears awesome. that gets smaller and smaller. They are very much set on this game is going to finish in a set amount of time, whether you like it or not. <laughs> You're not going to be hanging around for, for ages. And that I think that's maybe the main reason I stopped playing Dota and League. That I just... When, I, when you go into a game of that, you're committing for a long fucking time. Yeah. I think there, it seems like there are uh, a few companies that are taking game types that tend to go on a little long and trying to figure out how to shorten them. Mm -hmm. um, this game and also uh, when we were at, I was going to say PAX, when we were at TwitchCon, uh, Shardbound was finally like shown to the public and that's yeah, everyone of their mothers been playing that by looks of that's, it there were a lot yeah, of people streaming the new it. game by the dawn gate guys um and they've been trying to figure out because they're they're making like a tactics game mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out like how do we make it so that each match is generally around 15 minutes and it's you know like sometimes that's a little bit difficult but the game's really fun and that was the promise with all i mean most of the blizzard games that have come out recently was this gonna be a short game and in patching it, they've made it so the games are longer but fairer. But people are just like, I didn't want longer. I wanted my 15-minute <laughs> game. And yeah. so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, well, I'm out. I can't do this right now. That's why I don't play competitive in Overwatch. I'm just like, yeah. I the, the cool thing about this is that if I have a shitty team, I'm stuck with them for maybe a maximum of 10 minutes. And that's cool. And then I can get out of there. But in competitive, it's like, right, well, this could be... Upwards of 50 <laughs> minutes sometimes. Like, an hour. An hour for one match is too long. And too long. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really with, is. Uh, Torbjorn and Tick. Oh. I, I think whoever designed Torbjorn just hates fun. <laughs> Damn. They, they really did design the least enjoyable turret-based defense character I've ever seen in a game like that. Ever. Somewhere Jeff Kaplan just has a single tear. It's just like... He's too emotionally attached what? to his game, man. It's... Torbjorn is boring as shit. Everything about him is dull. Even his gun is dull. Babysitting his turret is dull. His ultimate is... Be dull faster. It's... <laughs> Uh, it, it's such a horribly designed character in my eyes. There's a lot of things you can do with turret-based characters, and that is the worst one, in my opinion. Uh, is Torbjorn ever used competitively, really? No. Nobody Not uses really. him. No. no. You get yelled at if you pick him. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see him in... I don't think he was played at all in the Overwatch finals. Uh, there was a couple of heroes that weren't actually... I don't think Symmetra was played. Diva was not played. That was the biggest surprise, that Diva wasn't played at all. The thing is that Reinhardt is apparently just an auto-pick. You have to have him. Yep. And Zarya appears to be an auto-pick as well. I know a couple of games they tried to use Roadhog, and I think they lost as a result, so they just went back to Reinhardt Zarya again and again and again. Reinhardt Zarya is a destructive comp right now, but it's one of those things that's super easily predictable. So you're just like, all right, how do we compensate for this shit? 
Word. Mm. I I think I I just love the idea of games that are just get to the chase, like cut to the chase. This you're here to fight heroes versus heroes. That's what this is. And you know if if here's the storm actually has that now, it might be worth taking a look at. We'll see uh, when that actually comes back out. But I'm I'm excited for it. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's be fun. It's it's a solid game. I think the question is how they're going to keep people playing it. So Bloodline Champions was their previous game, and they had a lot of issues with player retention there. Although there were definitely a lot of other issues that kind of contributed to it not working well. But with this, is just getting really good at a character going to be enough for some people? Because I mean, to me, Battle Right plays more like a fighting game than anything else you know it's got a lot of a lot of the same ideas that fighting games and like things like smash brothers have and nobody needed progression in any of that shit just getting good at a character is good enough for the characters yeah yeah it's all you need but some people have the idea that you don't you know they want more progression and the game doesn't have a lot of that right now i think the problem is um this, you need a friend to play it with too. It's not a lot of fun to play it with like a random dude, because you do need a lot of teamwork. It can be tricky. Um, I don't have too many problems with playing twos in pubs, but threes, no, absolutely not. No, that's you need to coordinate, and you're not going to get that with a public group. Yeah. So that you're right, that could definitely cause some problems. Thankfully, because they don't have leveling or any shit like that. That at least means that if you just want someone to jump in with you, you're not going to have a disadvantage. Their their shit yeah. is just ready to go. It's like, oh, I don't have the right rune set. Oh, I haven't, you know. Yeah, I, or anything I don't like get, that. I don't understand why they never get rid of that with League. Like, if you want to bring in somebody to play with you, it's like, oh, you're not you're level one. You can't you can't play with me at all. You're worthless. It's incredible <laughs> how they compounded both the fact that that's a pretty hard game to learn and it you know it takes a while to learn with you are also numerically shitter than everybody else it's not enough just to be shitter with skill no 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 you are shitter numerically because we we just felt the need to piss on you from on high i it's a shit system it's not even fun to use it's like the old wow talent tree was anyone excited about 1% to damage for this ability? No, they fucking weren't. Is anyone excited <laughs> by 0.027 whatever the fuck to all these little things? No. They just look up the build on a website. They slot in the runes they've got, assuming they even have them. If they don't, they're, li- they're suboptimal. So enjoy that. <laughs> There's no creativity with it. It's it's a fucking waste of time. It's a giant sink for the in-game currency on purpose, so you've got to pay real money for the champions and shit. I don't think Riot likes the system. Didn't they come out publicly admit that it was terrible? Why don't just get rid of it? Just get rid of it and refund people part of the currency they paid for them, and then they can buy a few extra champions and they'll keep playing your game, right? How's that a bad thing? Surely. Surely. I don't know. It's, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Battle Rides come along quite nicely. It's a lot of fun to play. It's worth a shot. Like, if you want a game that's just skill and no bullshit, that's what Battle Ride is. Uh, can I switch up game? 
No, no, you're not allowed. We're going to talk about no, the same game for the next hour. Yeah, right. Despite only, only like two of the people here having actually played it. No, uh, you can totally switch up what you got. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, uh, Stardew Valley 1.1 came out, which was like a huge patch that changed a bunch of stuff. So I played that. It's very fun. There are five different farms that you can start with now that are laid out differently and have different aspects to them so there's the original just like basic farm there's a river farm so that you can actually fish on your farm which you can't do in the normal game um there's a hilltop farm that makes it so that if you want to focus on like being a blacksmith or doing lots of things with minerals then you can just like do that on your property easier um the one that i went for is uh I'm I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically a, a farm where monsters spawn. So it's like a it's like a warrior farm, but it sounds just, like a terrible place to start a farm, really. <laughs> it's great. So I made myself green and we decided that I'm a witch who lives on a farm where monsters spawn. I was talking with Ken about it though, because he did the exact same thing yesterday, because we both wanted to play it. And we agree completely not enough monsters spawn on this farm. Like you would say, you would think to yourself, man, I'm only going to choose the monster farm if I'm ready to like, you know, be equal amounts fighting off monsters and also trying to keep my farm running, right? In the 16 in-game days that I played this yesterday, uh, we saw, what was it, chat? Like one bat and two zombies the whole time. And if I needed to, I could just run away and go in my house. And that's all that I needed to do. Like they won't, at least as far as I can tell, they don't upset anything about your farm. Like they don't ruin your stuff. And I'm kind of like, I, I'm sort of, I'm sort of disappointed. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of, and feel free to to correct me if I'm wrong. And I just haven't seen it happen yet. But as far as I can tell, like they don't affect your crops. They don't really change anything. They're just monsters that exist, and you can fight them to get monster loot if you want. Um, so there's that. The biggest thing that people are really excited about is there's two new marriageable options. There's Shane, who's the, uh, the really sad friendless alcoholic who gives you lots of great recipes in the game. Okay. And then there's Emily, who's the girl that works at the, the blue haired girl who works at the saloon and talks about sewing all the time. Uh, I decided- they also enable divorce. That's actually yes, a thing can, now. you can now get a divorce, which I think is Wonderful. interesting. What a, what a feature. <laughs> I, I wish know. divorce was included in all of the patches for games well, that we play. What I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is if they did that so that the people who are playing the game and don't want to start over, like have worked really hard on their farm, but want to potentially take advantage of the new marriageable people. Take advantage like, of them, yes. Yeah. Are like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna divorce this person and then go for one of the new people that I wasn't able to go for before uh you know there's like there's like a wizard who lives on it's one real. of the farms <laughs> this is it's not like how marriage is supposed to work you're not supposed <laughs> to trade someone in for a better model works. that's too real <laughs> it is a bit yeah <laughs> wow uh so yes there's that you can get divorced in the game they've changed uh they've they've just sort of fixed some bugs they've balanced some stuff out i think it's cranberries everybody keeps saying like rip cranberries because cranberries used to be worth a lot more than they are now so when you sell cranberries they aren't worth nearly as much so the cranberry market's crashed it's all yeah, due the to the uncertainty of the presidential like election just doing some of this uh but this is also the first time that i've taken a dive into the mods there's some really cool mods for that game as well 
uh, things that are actually super useful. Like if you're like me and you basically just had Stardew Valley up and then the wiki up so that when you needed to give a gift to somebody, you could just like search for their name and find out what gifts they like. There are mods that make it so that you can go to the calendar in town and just hover over people on the calendar when it's going to be their birthday. And it'll be like, it's going to be their birthday. These are the things they like. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, my life has changed. So there's a lot of really, really cool stuff in that game. I downloaded a mod uh, to really up the witch factor. Um, I downloaded a mod to make it so that my horse is just a broom and to make it so that my house is purple and you know just stuff like that some tame ass mods (laughs) they're they're great uh you can also you know turn everybody into animals if you want to bang animals so there's that what donkey wasn't satisfied he wasn't satisfied with the mods i was talking about so i decided to give him one from so that we could all like sit in the same zone uh the one that i have not taken full advantage of yet is you can color code your chests. So if you want to like make a bunch of chests and be like, okay, well the green ones are where I keep all my plant material and the, and the yellow ones are where I keep all my flowers and stuff like that. You can do that now. There's like all kinds of different colors. You can color code your chest. Wow. It's good shit. And oh, the, the biggest one for people who have already been playing this game and are like, fuck my farm looks like shit, but I can't move any of the buildings. You can move buildings now. That's pretty awesome. There's like the, the the patch notes go on forever. Like I'm just touching on the big ones, but there's a lot of stuff that's changed in that game. It's very fun. And there are also fuckloads of mods at this point. So if if you've been thinking about getting back into Stardew Valley, now is the time. <laughs> Now's the time. If you want to play a totally different game, mm-hmm. something on the opposite end of that spectrum, uh the last few days, I've been playing a game called Aragami. <clears throat> How the fuck do you spell that? A-R-A-G-A-M-I. G- Aragami. A- um, All right. I think it just either came out yesterday or today, but I had an early copy. Um, it's a game I played at E3 that I really, really liked. If you love Tenchu back in the day, this can be your jam. This oh, can be like, it's the stealth game, yes. Yeah, this can be your fucking jam. It is super stealth. Um, it is... Uh, it's super indie also so if you like the stealth aspects of say dishonored which is coming out very soon imagine like like a like an indie version of that it is all about what do you mean by india exactly because that seems like a synonym for shittier and no it, it, um less polished is that a better word sure like it, 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 it less it's less polished than that it still plays fine and is a lot of fun uh your whole point is to Use the shadows to your advantage. And guards in this game, the bad guys, have the power of light. So they're actively trying to, like, their swords are light. They're trying to shine lights on you. And it will just fuck your ass up. So you need to use the shadows to sneak around between walls, to hover above them, to strike at them, uh, all in the process of trying to escape this area and help this girl out. Um, it's a ton of fun, but it's a slow-paced, very, like, you need to think about what you're going to do because you can't really fight the guards you can assassinate them but an active like confrontation you're effed because once one sees you he's gonna shout and then everyone's gonna come for you unless you can get out of there and be like into the shadows you're really screwed so it's all about being very stealthy and taking your time and then unleashing awesome abilities like 
a shadow dragon comes up and pulls a dude into nothing, which is fucking awesome. Um, I love games like this. I'm a huge fan of just like patient assassination Sneak of dudes. Sneak around, stealth Round. games. Yeah. So I is, don't have the patience for them. Maybe I It's been my jam. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's very specific to like, if you liked, like I said, Tenchu, or if you're into, like, let's say you're playing Deus Ex right now, but you're like, I like doing it without killing people. This is the kind of game that you would love. Except all of the abilities seem to be murder, from what I've seen well, from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So maybe not you don't like it doing it without killing people, because there seems to you be don't quite like a lot of caught. killing people. You don't like being caught, is I think a better... You like to get through the levels without being seen, but you can like take people out. And it's that kind of game. All you're right. an awesome okay. badass, but no one knows you're an awesome badass, because that's so much of a badass you are. That kind of thing. I like the uh, aesthetic of it. Yeah, really yeah nice I, I think it, it's super fun to look at. But yeah, I think the, the biggest thing I could say is unpolished is probably a better word for it because there are moments where you're just like, I feel like like it either it looks a little jank at some parts or like the way it's put, like when you're crawling around, you suddenly are like clipping through a, like a wall and that kind of shit. It's just, that's what I meant by like indie. All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can deal with that. That's That makes sense. We don't have enough stealth games at the moment. Yeah, so I was thrilled that it came out. I... I Huge fan of those. Uh, also, I wasn't paying attention. I was fighting with Crendor about whether or not Animal Crossing is a garbage game. I don't think Animal thing. Crossing is a game at all. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm a TV. <laughs> God, we're all on the same page. <laughs> it's a chore, is what it is. Right? They make you feel, but you like. Ugh, never mind. <laughs> yes. Never mind. There's no point in talking about Animal Crossing again. Nope. No, no. I feel like every couple of months we come back to Animal Crossing and say, like, we all hate it, so why do we keep bringing it up? <laughs> I got a used Animal Crossing on GameCube, and uh, it was, like, I guess it hasn't been played for, like, seven years, ten years. Oh, you've got to turn were, it back on and see what happens. They were mad. Yeah, Dystopia. they get so the mad when, you don't, when you're not around. <laughs> Like, it's been 10 years, man. What's going on? There you go. <laughs> so the chat is like, it's a digital guilt trip. I'm like, yeah, kind of is. <laughs> it's like, just think about all of those Nintendogs that you haven't paid attention to for years. Oh, they're think dead. About them. Oh, they've died. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My Tamagotchi is oh, dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're all gone. I keep wondering if those are still in a shoebox somewhere in my old house. My, like, ta Tamagotchis? My Digi-Doggy and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Like, do you have the in. fake Tamagotchi? You didn't have the real one? My first one was a Digi-Dog. And, uh, yeah, it was, like a, it was like a weird little square pink one, and I loved it. But it died. <laughs> Good story, everybody. Yeah. Uh, a game today. A game. <laughs> Come with the else? good stuff. Who else has got something they've been playing? There's a um, throw it in the ring there. I've also been playing Tuber Simulator. Oh, fuck off. Here's real talk. I played that game for exactly six minutes before I deleted it from my iPhone. I, sorry, sorry, Felix. I just couldn't do it. I, couldn't I do it. got as far as the first you can spend bucks to accelerate this and stopped playing. I got to the, hey, if you want to watch a commercial, we'll give you 25 more bucks. And I was like, and delete. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't do oh, it. I think the model is actually really fair. I'm sure it's fair. It's just because, like the only thing that you can spend real money on is is like customizing stuff. 
Well, no, you can also build it. You can use it to accelerate the building of things. Like no. Yes, that's. Can you? That Wait. happens within the first few minutes of the tutorial. It's like, oh, you want this faster? Pay bucks. No. That's, that's that true. happens. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate any game that's built around that is deliberately built to piss you the fuck off to the point where oh, yeah, you just want to pay money for it. I've never noticed that before. <laughs> I haven't. I have yet to spend a single dollar on this game. It's it's one of those things where you have to have a tolerance for this type of game, and it's just like you were saying. Sometimes there are games you just don't like. Mm -hmm. This be one of those. I was just like, mm. games I with I timers can fuck off. I can, I can make off. my room look like a shithole. Oh yeah, I just buy I buy a thing for my room, and then I put the phone away. <laughs> and then when I come back, it's like you got a new thing for your room, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. I, I just can't get in it. I'm sorry. I'm, it seems like everyone on Twitter's like, check out my awesome fucking space. I'm like, this is my job already. <laughs> Everybody's rooms are too clean. It's like not real, and it upsets me. I I made sure there are pizza boxes in my room. There's all kinds of shit. I put a gravestone in there because that's where my my self esteem. <laughs> Eagle Raptor's oh, room I... is just cats and cat shit. As far I as know. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's... I don't, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just mobile games, man. God, I, it's... I'm willing to pay a great deal more to have a game with no ads and shit than games that are just like every five minutes, yo, hey, if you want to spend money, you can make this go faster. It's like, what well, if I just it gives you an It gives you an option to just use your views to play that pug game and make things go faster. Like that's the that's the way that it like is reminding you of is like if you want to play this little pug game with your views, you can. So that's that's why I've never noticed that you can do it with money because you can just play the pug game. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think I can't do of a game that has those timers in it that are directly related to gameplay. Because people point out, oh, Clash Royale, you can accelerate opening chests. Yeah, but the game never stops you playing at any point to do that. Mm -hmm. That's just a thing that happens in the background. That Games that are based on timers where it's like, you've got to wait eight hours for this to finish or 12 hours for this to finish. Like, <laughs> no. But you can play a pug game. But do I want to play the pug game? If you don't, then just fucking delete it, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to play it the was, game. It was super deleted. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Completely deleted. We're all being true to ourselves, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I did not, you know, I, I I was curious about it. So it was I've been curious about those, hey, esports team simulator or YouTuber simulator. It's like I've done those. I'm really curious as to how that works. Yeah. Here's the thing, you don't want to do those. I played, when I played Esports Simulator, I realized the things that were happening are things that would not, ha I was like, why was I banned from this game when I did everything? Like, I didn't do anything. It's like, you got angry. No, I wasn't. Like, it's the randomization and like the, like, the algorithms and shit. You're like, this is not a real life thing that happens. In game, and like, if you're in that world, you're just like, mm-mm. Nope. Uh, here's what I want to know about Tuba Simulator. Like, is it an actual game? Like, do you make any real decisions that have actual impact? Can you play it better or worse? You can name your videos. <laughs> Shit. All right, well. Great. So it's a clicker. It's a fucking clicker. <laughs> it requires no actual skill to play. No decisions matter no. whatsoever. Absolutely not. Then it's not a game. It's a room it's customization a waste of time. Game, and I'm into that. That's all I want. I play The Sims. Surely that's better at that. 
Can you play the full-on Sims on your phone? Uh, no. There's some then mobile version John, you're letting me down right now. You're suggesting things that cannot happen you see, on my phone. I don't leave the house, so why would I need to play shit on my phone? <laughs> I have access to question, real computers. Why leave the house and then only play things? Like, you leave, like, what's the point? Just if I'm going to leave the house, I'm going to do something that's not playing a shitty game on my phone, what's the, right? What's the point? Why are you that's even doing that? That's I buy a fucking thing for my room, and then I put it down, because that's how long it takes to take a shit, guys. And then I that's, move on with my life. That's not a game, though. That's fine. It's a taste. Waste of I guess time. it comes down to tastes. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, he's apparently signed a multi-game deal with one of the developers of Goat Simulator, which makes perfectly logical sense. Considering as long as it's as long as it's him with the same framework as the goat, in literally just Goat Simulator, I'd play that. Where his tongue just like latches onto things. I want that game. Pewd Simulator. Pewd Simulator. No. And he just walks around. It's exact same game. Exact same game. No difference. He he jiggles everywhere. <laughs> walks on four legs. It'd be amazing. That's what I want. That's um, horrific. And that's just real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd play the shit out of that game. Oh dear. No, I, I was hoping he would develop a mobile game that isn't shit. Because I, I feel like those that have a perspective of a gamer could probably develop a mobile game that's actually a game. But apparently not. It's like, we complain about mobile games being terrible all the time. And then when someone sort of from the group of people that we work with goes to make one, they make the same shitty game. It's like, no, the these are all terrible and you know that. We may be on here like, it's shit, but I feel like the Dodger clan is right in the fact that this thing like has more people using it now than any other mobile game. So, you know. Well, I mean, it doesn't. The first game that he made was a platformer. Like yeah, a really that, that was an actual game. Yeah, yeah. The, the Legend of the Brofist or whatever was an actual game. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible name for one, but it is a game. This just seems Brand like a time waster. PB. Yes, quite. That's. Oh dear. Has anyone played a real video game this week? Other than that. Uh. No real video games. I mean, a lot of, a lot of Warcraft, but I'm a fucking dork. So played the new Forza. I've heard that doesn't run very well. What? How does that? I played it on the Xbox. Oh, that probably gets around that. Yeah. yeah. So you need Windows 10 to play play it otherwise. You so do. Yeah. I can't. It's. I never really got into Forza as a series. Like, what's the attraction um, of that? Well, Forza, like the real Forzas, I think are like they're kind of like a racing sim. Hmm. Not super realistic. Like Gran Turismo, I think, is supposed to be the most realistic. But uh, this new Forza is kind of like an arcade. It's like meets halfway between arcade and sim racing. And you're like driving off road and you'll like have a race in an airport. All this crazy shit. It's really fun. Yeah, I never quite got into those. I, I like the idea of. I like games where you're able to drive real cars and then just wreck them completely. Yeah, you, you can do that. You can do that. Well, let's just say it's like a sub series. It's called Forza Horizon. So I mean, these ones are like kind of crazy, over the top. Oh, I might be into that then. 
Yeah. But that's still like it's not like burnout. It's not super arcadey. There's still mm. some kind of weight and realism to it. Right. Okay. Maybe I'd enjoy that a little bit more. Yeah. I just I'm gonna be honest. I just want a new Blur game. I want Forza Blur. I want to play with that. real cars, but I want weapons, basically. <laughs> I remember that Blur game. Blur was so good. You could do it was we played it at lands because it had a twenty player multiplayer. <laughs> which was an utter clusterfuck and you could play it on land mode Jesus. it was so good oh it was just brilliant that that game was like wipe out with wheels is what that is <laughs> i miss that game that game deserved to do way better than it did it's an excellent game i remember i hated it for some reason for whatever reason, I just hated that game when it came out. I was uh, evidently, a lot of people did because it didn't do very well. I haven't played it since then, though. Nah, I don't think there's a community to play it anymore. I'd just love to see a new, <laughs> a new version of it. Didn't that yeah. kill? That killed that developer, didn't it? That was that last game. Who made that? Oh god, it was. What the hell is the name of them? Because it was the guys that made. Uh, metropolis street racer and project gotham wasn't it oh okay and i think that was the game that killed them uh oh bizarre creations yeah there it is yeah bizarre creations they made project gotham they made geometry wars oh, that man. actually was not their last game their last game was james bond 007 bloodstone that was probably what killed them but yeah, they shut down in 2010. <laughs> no, I, t I have not heard of that either. That's a shame. I think it was good. Oh, well, never mind. I also I like got anything geometry else? Geometry that... Wars. Mm hmm? Sorry? I like Geometry Wars. I remember that. I'm just really bad at it. Yeah, that... that was terrible. Yeah, I think it's, it's, a, it's a really, really solid game. Wasn't the f first one hidden inside Project Gotham? It was. It didn't it used to be a minigame? I think so. I remember it was one of the first games on, like, the Xbox Arcade. Like, the downloadable indie games. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah, so it, it was an, it was a mini-game for Project Gotham 2, and then they released Geometry Wars Retro Evolved, which is, like, the upgraded version of that, and turned it into its own game. Okay. Uh, after they realized that more people were playing Geometry Wars in Project <laughs> Gotham than the actual racing. Well, they had something to do with it. <laughs> Oh, man. Rest in peace, Bizarre Creations. You were great for a while. Just got done reading all of Notch's LSD. Yes, I, I also, too, was drawn <laughs> to that. If you saw my face go from to... Notch's I, current Twitter meltdown is quite Notch is losing his mind at the moment. At the moment. At this very moment, yes. Holy crap, is it wonderful. Hey. Do you want some food? Ooh. I'd like some food. Yeah. I'm starving. I don't believe we get food. We have some food? She wants to hide. <laughs> she's doing a reasonable good job. You're fairly well zoomed in. You should be fine. She's going to she's be stuck there. <laughs> she can't leave. She can't leave now. <laughs> she's the one that's used to being on camera. I don't know what she's terrified of. The other one that hides from the public all the time. Ah. She's never going to get out of here, is she? No, but about this food thing, though. How yeah. 
How's how's that gonna work? You gotta. There we go. You gotta could sort of crawled under the camera, I guess, but that works. <laughs> it's all good. Hmm. What a. Like the only other game that I've really played this week, other than Clash Royale, and nobody wants to hear more about my Clash Royale habit, is uh, I played a bunch more Halcyon 6, Starbase Commander, and enjoyed the shit out of that. Played a bunch of it this morning. I keep mentioning this game, but like, well, why don't you make a video on it? I was like, I'm just kind of enjoying playing it. Yeah. It's just... Sometimes it's, it's nice to just have a game be yours. <laughs> yeah, for a while, until you hand it over to the internet. It's... It's a wonderful little mix of Final Fantasy, FTL, and XCOM. You own a starbase. You are able to... You Apparently, you've taken over the starbase. You don't know what the fuck it does because some other ancient race built it. So most of it doesn't work. So you eventually clear out the rooms and build things in it. You research technology. You, you get new officers to pilot your starships. They have permadeath. So you get a great officer and then they get horribly murdered because you got into a fight you couldn't win. Or they get killed by some random creature that shows up. They, uh, the one thing I noticed, because I played a bunch of it in uh, Early Access, they added ground combat to that game. And that is a very good way of getting your officers horribly killed. As you uh, put a lot of your points, you've, you've got skill points, of course. So you put skill points into all your, st your starship skills. You think, yeah, I'm just going to be fighting that. And then you're maybe digging out a room and there's like, there's a giant monster in this room that you found. Better fight it off. And then he just eats your highest level officers because he didn't bother to put any points into ground combat. <laughs> and there's a, there's a nice little option uh, called Bloody Mess. Obviously kind of a re reference to Fallout where you can turn it on or off. But if you turn it on, all of the deaths of your officers in ground combat will be horribly gory. Like they will just explode in a shower of pieces and be left as a skeleton, a bloody skeleton on the floor. It's it's very red shirts, very like old Star Trek. Oh god, you're gonna get horribly destroyed. Um, I do have the feeling that there's a bit of trial and error in it in that game. Like there's a lot to do in it, and it's like, what is the right order to do things? And am I gonna get fucked over because I made a bad decision earlier? Because XCOM kind of does that to you, and I have a feeling there might be a bit of that in it. Um, but outside of that, it's you. You build a fleet. You've got uh, you have an uh, officer that pilots each ship, and they have a bunch of abilities, kind of uh, RPG style. You send a little fleet over, and you you fight in kind of Final Fantasy turn-based battles. You got a bunch of different abilities. Use them. You know, uh, put a bunch of debuffs on the enemy, and then you can exploit those debuffs with different abilities to do bonus damage. Um, it's it's really fun. Actually, I'm enjoying it a lot. This seems like there's a lot to do. There's a lot of decisions to make as well. You can ally with different alien races. I allied with a pirate that wants to wipe out the universe in a religious crusade. Well, that sounded like a great idea because he wanted to kill the other pilots. Like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of the other pirates. So yeah, I told I'll ally with you. I'll go murder the other pirates. That sounds fine. So that'll probably come back to bite me in the ass later, I imagine. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to finding out. It's, yeah, it's great. It looks cool. It looks like a like it's something that I should be playing already. But I don't know why I'm not, so... Run my ass up. Yeah, it gives me a nice little FTL vibe, but with a nice management aspect to it as well. Getting your ships, upgrade your ships. Your ships obviously have permadeath as well, to your, as well as your officers, so you can get your good shit blown up if you're not careful. It's... Yeah, it, it's nice. I, I like it. It's a lot of fun. 
definitely worth playing if you have any interest in playing an XCOM-like or sort of FTL-like game. It's a nice little mix of the two. No one else got any other games? We all good? We haven't played no. anything else? Other than, like, Armello. That's, the, like, the new characters no, in Armello. I love new Armello characters. Yeah, they're so cute. There's, like, the little, there's, like, the little bear that turns into a tree. And, um, and there's this shield maiden thick wolf, thick wolf girl. So cute. Um, they've got their, uh, their rogue characters coming out soon, right? That's going to be another DLC pack with the fox and the squirrel and stuff. I'm excited for that because they're not part of any of the, they're not like a wolf, a rat, a bunny, or a bear. You know, like the let me just, let me just tell you right now. That, that that new video they made, they did Guppy wrong. They did my new Guppy wrong on that video. That poor little frog gets his throat cut in the video. Oh. Not a fan. He's just your squire. He's, he's there. He's along for the ride and betrayed and betrayed. So because of that, and I'm a giant nerd, I went out and bought a Guppy plushie that they sell. <laughs> and I put him behind me because Guppy for life. Because Rip Guppy. Rip Guppy. He's number one. Number one squire. N.A. I have no idea what you're talking about. Guppy. <laughs> one of the cards you can get is he's a, he's a squire Guppy. He's this little frog kid. And he's just like, oh, geez, I'm happy to help you. And they made a new, like, intro video that's really cool. But in that video, because the new, uh, it's like, lore, I guess, it's a lot of betrayal and a lot of backstabbing. And so one of them is... One of the bad guys uh, kills your squire guppy in the video for like the intro of the game. And you're like, what the fuck? Do they show who it is? It wasn't the fox yeah. girl, right? They do show who it is. And uh, yeah, you're just like, no, bro, you did not kill guppy. So I love, I just, for some reason, love guppy because he looks like Slippy from Star Fox, but even derpier. <laughs> I love him so much. I'm just like, oh, he's so dumb. So I. No, he's dead. He's, he's dead. dead. He's murdered. Sorry, Guppy. No reason to play that game anymore. I do want to play a little bit more Armello. That's that's a fun little the game. Is so fun. game. I hadn't thought of it in forever, and then uh, Octopimp and I were like, "Let's stream together," and he loves. Oh that yes, game. the the, the incident of it. let's stream together. And then he say, "Let's play Space Food Truck," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll come and play Space Food Truck with you." We fucked up horribly we, in that it game. It went south almost immediately. It was very strange. It, um, I was surprised that you guys didn't suggest that Krendor take scientists, though, because I think scientists is the most, like, straightforward job out of all of them. Maybe making him engineer was a bad call. I don't know. Really? But really? we had we had a run of very bad luck in that game we where we were trying to get this one ingredient to finish the first recipe so we could move on, and we just couldn't. We had it, but it was in the wrong place. Like... Or something would happen which would prevent us from getting it. It's like, oh, I'm going to bring you the ingredients so you can finish the thing to cook it up. Oh, uh, the door broke. You can't move now. Or yeah. I just don't have the right card. We, we just... And then we got two cards in a row that did five damage straight up and blew up the fucking ship. It's like, yep. Yeah, we really fucked that up badly. That was awful. Yeah, it went super bad. Mm, indeed. Uh, let's, well, if we're out of games, let's take a break. When we come back, I guess we'll talk a little bit about TwitchCon, and then we can also talk about the, the Mafia 3 situation, and then we'll look at the releases, which includes a game with a mountable walrus, which I'm very happy. I'm going to go, uh, we'll show you the walrus later. You watch the Co-Optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final hour or so of the show. Not much on the news this week, but, of course, TwitchCon happened, so... 
at least two of you went to that. Mm -hmm. Donkey, you didn't go, I don't believe, did you? Mm -mm. No, neither did I. I hate that place. I'll be honest. It's... San Diego or Twitch? No, I like San Diego. Well, I actually considered moving there at one point until I realized it's fucking expensive. Holy shit. But Everywhere in California is fucking expensive. Yeah. The impression that I got of like TwitchCon is that it's very much like VidCon in the sense that it's for fan meetings and that's kind of the point of going and there's no mm -hmm. other reason to go. Uh, whereas someone like, you know, something like PAX, you can go do the fan meet and go do the panel, but then you can spend like three days playing really cool shit and actually like get something else out of it. I never felt the TwitchCon was anything more than that. I'm glad that I didn't go last year because I think that it was more so like VidCon. Um, this year, there's so much focus on Twitch integration games. that There actually were quite a few games trying to to showcase that cool. and the possibilities that are there. Um, so there was, there wasn't, there wasn't a shitload to do on the floor. Cause again, it's 15,000 people as opposed to like, you know, a hundred or 200,000. Um, but it was, it was like a nice size. If you wanted to have a relaxing convention, I would say Jesse was there for a day. Um, I was there for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, it took me, you know, an hour to walk the full floor and be like, cool, I have a pretty good idea of what's here, you know. Um, it reminded me of a slightly larger CoxCon in the sense that it was like people came to watch panels and watch you, and that's the whole I point of the show. I watched more panels at TwitchCon than I've watched at any convention in the last couple of years, I would say. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I could do that from home, and did. Mm. You know, I watched yeah. the panels I wanted to from home. It didn't seem like being there was going to be much benefit. Right. Jesse obviously disagrees yeah. with me, so No, no, no. I'm I'm with you on that. I'm trying to think of like the best way to sum up my thoughts. I think you're comparing it to VidCon is absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Um I went to a few panels and was on one and I think the takeaway I had from all this was that the all the panels I don't know if you had this experience, Dodger, but every panel I went to, the room was half full. Everyone didn't matter who was the like panel on the stage, they were all half full. And the panel that I was on was myself and literally some of what I consider to be the much bigger than me Twitch streamers, right? And that was still a half full room. And I had like the realization that there's so many people at this thing, but, but like the, the, the fandom isn't there, like it's not about fan. And I was like, oh, well, that's because everyone here is under the belief that they are the like celebrity and so like i guess celebrity is a bad word but like everyone was i'm the streamer i'm the person who has my fans here and i'm going to go meet my fans mm -hmm. so it was more it was like a giant group of content creators and not actual like meeting the people who watch you there was very little of that there were people like i watch you but also i stream on twitch too it was a lot of that Compared mm. to, I was. my job is I work as a teacher and I'm a big fan. Thanks. It wasn't a lot of that. It was, I'm a streamer. Hey, I think you're cool. You got me to stream. Like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was more about connecting, like connections between streamers and everyone sort of meeting each other than it was about going to see the games or the panels or like, mm. it, it, it's, it was more industry than it was celebration, if that makes sense. Which is weird because it's, you know, 
kind of marked it as a as a public convention for you know fans to meet the streamers and such it absolutely right. is but like i yeah i think that it's saying this is going to sound kind of douchey i think just as a forewarning yeah, um, I, I'm, I actively had to uh, like, i can't wait this. Uh, be great. Well, well i was go. gonna say jesse and i had a meet and greet at the same time um they set up the meet and greet in a way that i've never seen before where they just had a shitload of us all up there and then each person had their own line so basically people had to okay. choose like who do I want to meet for sure? And then maybe I can jump into another line to meet like another person or whatever. Right. Um, to be fair, considering the line problems we had at CoxCon, that's maybe not such a bad idea. So I was really surprised. And this is where the like potentially douchey sounding thing comes up. But like the three of us have done so many meet and greets together. Right. Yes. And if we take our time, it takes a couple hours. Yes. Um, yeah. And we... that's with capped lines, like with uncapped yeah. lines, We've done the Coxcon stuff. It's six plus hours, like potentially, and that's um, yeah, pretty crazy. All of us got through our meet and greets like within the hour. Yeah, yeah. I and finished, I and I was yeah, like, you and I were the last huh. two people there with like mm -hmm. three people still at the very end. It was yeah. just us, and yeah, it, it's. I had the exact same like. Hmm. This, like you saw people, and it was awesome, but yeah. it wasn't the usual like insanity. And after talking to everyone, I was like, oh, that's because most people here are themselves the streamers. Streamers, they're not, yeah. They're not here to like, I want to get a photo with you. They're here to like, uh, can we do videos together? Can we do, it was that kind of vibe. Yeah, and it's I a did, there, business there, meeting. Uh, but it, it was kind of like good for that though, too. Like I met a few people where I was like, you are super cool. And I'm glad that I met you and I would totally be down to like, stream with you or watch your streams you know things like that it was really good for meeting people uh who do lots of different things they had like a little area that really focused on um creative streamers like miori who had the picture of you up in the artist yeah area. why was there a picture of me in the twitch art gallery she's, what the hell happened there yeah she's we're all she's painted oh all she did all of you Th thank god i'm not the only one i i just no. had this a, <laughs> like this is okay She's Ooh, very man. talented, by the way. Very good. Don't get me wrong. Made me look a hell of a lot more attractive than I really am. I'll give credit for that. Uh, yeah. I was a phenomenal photo. Yeah. <laughs> I was bummed because what they kept saying that they were going to do is uh, they kept encouraging people to download the TwitchCon app. And then the idea was that you could use that app to scan QR codes that you could find at different booths. And then at the end of the day, you could go into the app and be like, where all did I go? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you could see all of the different places that you thought were cool enough that you wanted to scan it and then be reminded of it later. And as opposed to like grabbing a business card and losing it. Right. Um, I don't know anybody who got that app to work. Oh, <laughs> I was really sad about it because specifically in the artist area, I was like, I want to remember all of these artists could not get that app to work at all. It really, really well, bummed me out. Um, but I, I thought that it was cool for like showcasing you know, uh, companies that are trying to help streamers do cool things, uh, gaming companies that are trying to come up with Twitch integration since there's such a huge focus on that right now, uh, and and just people meeting each other. Uh, yeah, I I would 100% agree with you. I think the it's, <clears throat> if you are a streamer, which it makes sense. Like I think the way I'm describing it is like it's just a bunch of fucking streamers. It 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 blazes. Well, it's like it's people who are either streamers be. or want to be. Streamers. Yeah, yeah. If if you are a streamer and you want to get better at streaming, this would be a place to go because you're going to meet people and you're going to see panels that can help you do that. Uh, there was a lot of panels that were really great about 
in inclusivity and all the different things. That, like, I was thrilled that they had panels that weren't just like how to make a fortune doing this. There weren't nearly enough, but I, yeah. I you know, I like that it was. It's exactly what it should have been. It's just going in. The vibe I was expecting was totally different than what it actually was. Okay. I wound up feeling a lot more like uh, when I used to go to theater conventions for like backstage work and stuff like that, where it's just here's tools. You know, like you are you are an industry professional of some type, and here's a bunch of tools for you. Mm-hmm. It felt much more like that than conventions that we're used to going to, where like they packs. say here's a bunch of games to play. Well, yeah. most conventions I go to are full of tools, honestly. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but but like answering that seriously, it's never the focus. Like those 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 sorts of things are there, but they're the booths that are fucking shoved in the back that no one looks at. Whereas in this situation, uh, they were more the forefront. And this is it. Also goes to show the even though it felt like VidCon and what was there, like booth wise, uh persons there were it was a lot more tolerable not, a, <laughs> more not as young not as young of people <laughs> a lot more tolerable you're saying the one uh, crowds are screaming 13 year old girls for markiplier then no oh Good. my god this is the first convention i've been to in such a long time where i didn't hear girls screaming about markiplier whoa this is, yeah this oh is one of those god. things where now i know what was so nice about it <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me too because everyone there was in that like i am a streamer mode they all were like businessy. Like everyone was there to talk and not seem like a complete psychopath. That actually sounds so, utterly intolerable, but it was, never mind. It was. It was. Well, it was. Okay. Older. Yeah. In general, which was yeah. nice. Um, I met a couple of really adorable girls who thought my Kappa card was so cute, and they they were great. They were like seven and eight years old maybe eight and nine years old like oh. like little tiny girls and they were like hi and i was like you want a kappa card and they were like yes kitties they were so happy but like <laughs> other than them for the most part everybody i met was like in their 20s mm-hmm. or more so yeah I, th- I thought that it was nice in comparison to all of the conventions that we've been going to it felt so relaxed that i really enjoyed it cool neat all right, then, that was TwitchCon. And, of course, you know, the big announcement there was Twitch Prime, which a lot of people have already taken advantage of. Rightfully so. I don't think there's a streamer that's objected to Twitch Prime up to this point because it's literally free Amazon money. Yeah, the only only thing I've seen so far, which I knew was going to happen, are the people who's like, well, isn't this a slippery slope to Amazon running everything? They already <laughs> own the company! They bought Twitch! What did you expect to happen? Integration for a while. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Someone always has to find the thing that's like, oh, we're so mad at this thing. It's so far so good. I, I see. No I so can't see how you could be. <laughs> it's. It's like you have Amazon <laughs> Prime. You get some Twitch benefits. Like yeah. you link your account. You don't get fucking ads anymore, and you get a free subscription code how every month that you can Amazon spend Prime on. Already? Whoever you want. Some countries game don't game. have it. They're still rolling it out in like the Netherlands and places like that. Yeah. So they're the only the only sadness that I've heard from anybody who follows me is, oh, we don't have Prime in our country yet. Yeah. So that the downside is that some people who want it can't have it yet. Yeah. yeah. That's oh god, that's about the worst. It. 
Yeah. But as far, nobody knew this was coming, by the way. Some people are like, were, they, were bigger streamers consulted? If they were, I wasn't fucking informed. I don't no, know anyone who was talking. I didn't know about it. I don't know I did. anyone. <laughs> you did? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, uh, I have friends, video gaming friends on the inside who told me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew at PAX. I knew at PAX what it was going to be. Nice. And so I was just like, cool, all right. But it's not like a... I think it's fine. Like I can't figure out why people are just like, there's always the one. Or two I don't think there is anyone complaining. I haven't seen a single person uh, complain about it. What the the other thing is like, the um the Hearthstone hero, but it's just a reskin, right? It's All Hearthstone like, heroes are that. Yeah. yeah, it's no one wants to run. No one wants to run day. No one cares. It's a ten dollar JPEG. Is what all the yeah. heroes are for Hearthstone. It's. The worst. Like they they put no effort into those at all. Uh, you you could print out you a picture. Can't get it any other way, TB. It's you could print fair. out a picture of it and stick it on your monitor, and you'd have the same effect. <laughs> like it is. It's so they're so terrible for ten dollars. That is nothing. No, don't even. You just seen the movie uh, Wally, where the one corporation runs the whole world. Mm. I think that's. No, that's gonna be Amazon. That's where we're going. We're gonna uh, I think Glad I have Prime then. Glad I'm on the, on the ground floor. Glad already in there. I for one welcome <laughs> our Amazon <laughs> overlords. <laughs> but what about Google? Which one? I feel like one day one of them's gonna try to buy the other. Google, uh, Amazon, Amazon, no. Amazon. Uh, Amazon. One of them. One of them. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. Sorry. This, this is tough. tough. This is tough. One of them pays me, but the other one I buy stuff from. Yeah, it's, it's that's a one delivers decide. things to my door in one hour. Yeah. Oh god, I can't. It's the great conspiracy. Where's we get paid allegiance? by them, and then we give all the money back Fuck. to them. And that's also, where it's all going. Since Amazon runs Twitch, technically both of those companies pay you. Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh no, this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> One, I couldn't, I couldn't look on the internet to find the crazy shit that I then go to Amazon to buy. Oh, oh, it's a Sophie's choice. I can't do this. I can't do this. I ordered twelve bags of wine gums on same day delivery today. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's Amazon for you. I mean, that's there a it thing is. I could do. Uh. Mm -hmm. uh the one thing that they did also announce that no one seems excited about at all is you can now upload videos to Twitch. No one. What? No. Yeah. No. You can upload them directly to Twitch. This is one of those things that they've been pushing forever. And I feel Nobody like wants that. Yeah, stay, stay, in your, stay in what you... Stay in your little zone. Make your streaming amazing. Make it the best streaming ever. 4K, 12,000K yeah. streaming. Make that happen. No one wants your VODs. That's no, they don't. It's funny, yeah, because YouTube, you know, has been trying to make YouTube live work, and it's just never worked. That's not going to work either. And the yeah. formats they have on YouTube live, you're like, why couldn't this have been just fucking a video? Like, it's yeah. the exact opposite. Stay in what you're good at and make it the best it can be. You're driving me crazy. I get their shareholders and, like, we got to be everywhere. But fuck, guys. <laughs> oh. Oh. I get VODs for streams. You miss a stream? You can watch it. Cool. Uploading an actual video that I recorded previously to Twitch. That's stupid as shit. No. Why would I ever do that? There's no discoverability for it. No one's going to fucking find it. 
as much as people claim, ah, YouTube's gonna die because of all this shit that's been going on the last few weeks. No, it won't. No. Nobody cares. No, they don't. They really don't. YouTube has untold billions of people watching it. Literally. Nobody cares about these changes. Uh, the only reason anyone even knows about any of them is because a few popular people yelled about it. And yeah. they were like, ah, this is outrageous. Incorrectly yelled about it. Yes, Caused they did. For no fucking reason, yelled about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's wonderful ever watching a YouTube change and saying, right, which is going to be the first big YouTuber that jumps the gun on this? I like, I have a little betting pool to see who it's going to fucking be. And it's usually like a group of five different people. It's like, it's got to be one of them. It's got to be one of those. All, the best part they're going to have a thumbnail with their sad face on it or their angry face on it. They're going to have one of those things, and it's going to have a question mark. YouTube dying? End of YouTube? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In bright, bold, like, outlined yellow letters, is YouTube dead? And there's like... Yeah. Yeah, that video gets millions of views, proving that no, it isn't. Like, because they go and watch it. They go watch a video about YouTube being dead on YouTube! I'm always down for YouTube to have some kind of competition sure even if absolutely you know um because they've always been fucking terrible about everything so oh, yeah they can't they're shit like they they can't they're, they're incapable of talking to people and when they do try and talk to people they speak like they're not human beings they speak like they're robots like they most likely are do any of you have like a contact at youtube to talk to yes no. oh yeah and it's just, as bad. it's just as bad i got several just as bad but i got those through blind luck like that mm. That's not something that regular YouTubers get access to through, like, an organized system, which you would think that that's how it would work. No, it was through blind luck and random contacts that I ended up with contacts at YouTube. So it's like, that's, it's not ideal at all. You know, YouTube are terrible at communication, and they spring changes on people without consulting anybody, hmm. which is not ideal, but ultimately do any of the changes ever kill the platform no they don't are any no. of them anywhere near as bad as people think they're going to be no but it's youtube's fault for communicating them in such a vague fucking way it's like when well, you got bullshit. yeah when you got the ad friendly thing that's literally been happening for years it's just they decided not to tell people that their videos were being demonetized they just fucking did it randomly with no explanation now you have an explanation when people are throwing the toys out of the pram over that but then they give a list of things that are non-ad friendly and one of those things is controversial controversial what the fuck does that mean like that's... don't put anything controversial on the site don't do it everybody abort and then, then they talk about the use of harsh language but they don't demonetize any videos that actually have harsh language in them as demonstrated by the fact there's about 240 episodes of the show on the fucking network fuckity fuck fuck <laughs> yeah sure getting demonetized yep. here like and then of course youtube heroes <sighs> like that's again something that's been happening for years people are like oh god no mass flagging guess what's been happening for years yeah. we've all at some point been affected by mass flagging that's just the thing that happens and this probably won't change anything at all because nothing crazy. none of these things ever do you might stand a better chance of not being flagged if a human being is doing the flag. Because they have actual oversight now. The system mm -hmm. supposedly have some oversight, whereas before, you could be mass flagged, you know, 
by some random forum or Twitter group <clears> that <throat> you pissed off that day. They decide to go and mass flag you, and it just goes through, and there's no one there to check on whether or not it was legitimate. Now there actually is. It might actually, it's actually possibly be an improvement. Yeah, is it like dumb barely, as fuck? Yes. I feel like before the system was, you barely needed anyone to flag it too. Like no, you totally didn't. Flags are maybe less. I remember when one of my wife's videos got taken down for bullying of me by my wife. <laughs> who made a joke at my expense, and apparently that constituted harassment and bullying. It's it's, bullying. Yeah, that, that was just mass flagged, just because a group of people felt like they wanted to do that. It's nonsense, just... But it, it won't make a difference. None of it ever does. People are not going to move their VODs off YouTube because that's the place that people find them. It's the same reason people don't stream anywhere other than Twitch unless they're shit and get banned from Twitch. Because you go to Twitch, not necessarily with a stream in mind to watch, you load up Twitch and say, ooh, what can I find that's worth watching now? Yeah, what game just came out that I want to see footage of? Yeah, or it's like, I'm bored. I want a Twitch stream on in my background. I'm going to yeah. go find one. YouTube, I'm bored. I'm going to go find a video. No other site has that level of discoverability, and until that changes, no one's moving off any of them. And that's the reality. And <laughs> the it, people there, God willing, I focus on what, what you like, understand that, which you have to believe they do, understand that and then make it better like make the experience better for people and i know they tried to roll out some changes for twitch but some of those changes are just straight up jank the layout change is ridiculous yes. you don't it like didn't it? even fit on the screen i don't know if they fixed that but it didn't even fit on the screen that giant fucking banner that you have at the top that's totally useless why is that there oh it's just if you keep scrolling up yeah yeah but norm like i don't even see it if i like just come onto the page I just, I, yeah, I just make your streams better. Make the service better. Make it easy. Like, there's so many things you can do rather than be like, but also VODs. Better to reign in hell and serve in heaven. Yeah. You know, be, norm, like, be good at one thing and just be the best at that. It'll be the place where everyone goes you to do it. it. You heard it here, guys. Twitch chat is literal hell. It is. There's no doubt. Uh, no one's no one's ever denied. Even people in chat are like, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, we're like, terrible. No, we're no, fucking terrible. No, Jesus. We're Why? <laughs> Why do you no tolerate us? That. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's that. I, I'm not worried about any of these things. People keep asking, like, can you make a giant video on YouTube heroes? No, it's not worth a hassle. Yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. The only thing that will happen is people will be like, yo, there's some drama TV's talking about. What a drama. I, I feel like pretty much any channel that makes a video on that does that to make money off it, knowing yeah, that right. their channel is gonna be just fine afterwards. If they, yeah, if, if they didn't, they wouldn't have put it there. They would have put it on, like, Daily Motion or some shit. Like, YouTube's dead. If you were genuinely afraid <laughs> of that, yeah, yeah, you'd have put it somewhere that isn't YouTube. It's like, but all of those videos are still up and they didn't do anything to any of them. Oh, I guess it's fine then. Weird how right. that is. Yeah, it's funny how that is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, let's get off that. Uh... We've got a the release list. Thankfully, is not crazy long this week, so we might actually be able to finish on time for once. Let's. Holy shit! Oh shit! Let's do that. All right. So I sent the release list to everybody. We're heading over to Steam to see what's going on with that. Oh yeah. Okay. Go. All right. Let's look at what is most likely going to be a bunch of really terrible games. I can't wait. October fourth, aka today, we have Shoe S H U. Shoe. 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 
This uh, is uh, ducks. That game killed me. It, yep, that's it. Bad. If you think that's bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, shoe. It is a 2.5D platformer, according to Steam, set in a beautifully engrossing world. They always say that. Uh, mm. You're a. I'm not sure if you're a bird or somebody dressed as one. Um, it has a rideable buffalo. So that's a thing. It, of course. I mean, it's it's a platformer. It's a two and a half D platformer. Doesn't look it too looks bad. Nice. Yeah. Looks all right. Sure. Cool. Uh, the next game is called Viking Squad. Now Let's this has a rideable walrus. <laughs> this is my shit right here. Never mind. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. I played this at uh, PAX and it was pretty fun. Um, it is a. It's a sort of Castle Crashers, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe-like thing. You are different Vikings with different weapons. There are a bunch of mounts. That's a fucking ostrich. Holy shit. And you beat things up as Vikings. And there is a rideable walrus that has actual attacks. Perfect. Uh, this looks great. It's got three-player co-op. You've got different weapons. Uh, there's the walrus! <laughs> there's the proof it's right there thank god it wasn't a lie apparently you could also wear a fish as a hat in some way i mean this looks great i'm all in on this one this one's out right now i'm gonna play this after the show absolutely the next game is called unclaimed world it's a sci-fi colony simulator mm. looks like um yep that's what it says uh centuries after planetfall colonists are still struggling to get a foothold looks kind of this is very RimWorld-esque by the looks of it. Mm. We had a sudden glut of games like that. Obviously, I had Oxygen Not Included announced, and then this as well. It's definitely more of a survive on a evil, hostile planet than build, like, a city or anything by the looks of it. I feel like I probably just play RimWorld. Seems like it's a little bit more developed, but it seems to have, like, a government system and things like that as well. I'm just looking at this, and it's like it's a colony simulator, but they haven't built anything. There's no buildings. They're just wandering around. What's going on with that? I don't know. All right. This next game is super. I'm. It's called My Fight. It's the one. It's the Russian like. I started all... up again. Jesus, yeah. we get this every week. This is the what? weird Russian game. It's a fighting game where you play famous Russian bloggers. Yep. I am deadly fucking serious. <laughs> and they, they're fighting. These Russian bloggers yeah, are fighting. It's so weird. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Dream crossover. It really is. That's what you wanted. We ran out of ideas. I don't know why we don't have a YouTuber fight simulator yet. You'd think you'd have one of those first. <laughs> yeah, it's Russian. It's in the Unreal Engine. And it's like, here are all these bloggers. And everything's in Cyrillic. So I don't know who any of these people are. And they're just beating the shit out of each other for some reason. Oh my god. Can I pitch a game idea to developers? YouTuber fighting game, but... With the style of the old claymation fighting games. Oh, shit. Oh, like shit. Clay Fighter? Like Clay Fighter, but YouTubers. Best fighting just game, Clay Fighter. Like a 600 hit combo. Oh, just shit. Just putting it out there. I love it. I'd play that. This, right? I don't know why this exists. <laughs> next. The next game is called The Miners. It's a uh, 1993 game. Uh, that's Inspired by Diggers. Oh. Oh shit! This is an old ass game. Um, is, is it the? Di oh god, this looks terrible, and I wish it didn't because I think if Diggers is the game that I think it was, Diggers was fucking amazing back in the day. It was a game about digging. Oh god, the entire trailer is recorded with Bandicam. 
and it's in the trailer. Oh my god. Oh. Oh god, you're right. Oh no. Uh, yeah, but the, yeah, this is based on Diggers. So there was a really cool game back in the day. It was on the Amiga and like a bunch of the old platforms called Diggers. You uh, picked one of four races, and what you did was you you had to mine a certain amount of stuff. It was all done in real time, and you had to dig shit. And you could set up like um, mining carts to to drag things uh, back to back to your base, and you'd find monsters that you had to avoid, and you would fight the other Diggers who were also trying to uh, mine stuff and you could accidentally flood and drown your entire team if you dug what? like if you dug incorrectly like you say you dug underneath like a, a lake or whatever you could flood the tunnels and i used to do that to the enemy that was my favorite fucking tactic i just i dig a tunnel above them and then just divert the water flow into their tunnels and drown them all it was brilliant this has managed to look worse than a 1993 game though this it looks <laughs> awful Oh, God. That's so sad, because that sounds really fun. It is. Diggers was an amazing game. This looks like an awful version of it, though. That's really sad. I'd love to see a proper update of Diggers. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. Well, uh, the next game is Aragami, which is the game that Jesse was talking about earlier. Indeed, yep. We've talked uh, about that. Atlas Reactor. Hmm. That's that, That's that like, um, turn-based, but multiplayer yeah, 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 yeah. Game. It's designed. Uh, they, the people keep describing it as a turn-based MOBA, like a kind of League of Legends esque game, but everything's turn-based and plays like XCOM. Mm. I am really interested in playing it, although I'll be damned if I know how it plays. Right now, the video is like, oh, okay, yeah. So it's sort of. I think you. I think it's like simultaneous turns or something like that. Everything sort is. of acts Everybody at once. Everybody takes their turn at the same time, and then it all happens. Uh. So a bit like frozen signups then. Mm -hmm. So you're like trying to guess what the what your opponent's gonna, gonna do. do. Yeah, this looks like it might be right up my alley. Can this I be play really it? Hmm. Yeah, it's out right now. Uh, they I just released it. Yeah, it was in early access, I think, a while ago. You you've played this, yeah? No, I, I just saw it. I, I just saw it. Yeah. It looks fun. It does actually. Um, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Looks like it has some really nice, cool, stylized characters. I'm looking yeah. for some actual gameplay footage. All of this is sort of... Um, I think Sam is literally playing it on stream right now. Yeah, I might play this later. Yeah, he said he, said he wanted people to stream it with. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in playing it. Looks, looks it pretty looks cool. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm very curious to see what the timer is for turns, because you know there's some people who are going to be like... I'm Dragon ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. That's true. Hopefully not too too high. Yeah, I want to try this out, definitely. Yeah, that looks fun. Cool. Nice. Um, the next game is Rogue Continuum, which is a co-op roguelike. There's a wisecracking space marine that looks kind of like a bad Duke Nukem. An ice-cold sniper, a homicidal robot, and a chainsaw-wielding aristocrat travel back to Earth to save it in co-op roguelike planet crawler? What the fuck is a planet crawler? That's not a genre. You made that up. <laughs> what I they mean, mean by that is top-down twin-stick shooter, by the looks of it. <laughs> the art style is very, very busy. Like, I can't see shit. There's Same. a lot going on. Yeah, I'm not... That doesn't look brilliant. Uh, maybe I'm prejudging it, but the, the art style is a real put-off for me on this. It's like... 
It's like if Chip's Challenge just really loved color and went crazy with it. I, I don't want my shooters to look like Chip's Challenge, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh, the next game is called Mushroom Crusher Extreme. Really? It's an early access game where you're trying to fight off fungus, I guess, in like a, a, like a cube. In like a kingdom, like a like a kingdom of mushrooms. Sure. You have to, you have to, yeah. You have to all the mushrooms. Plumber, and you're trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, no. 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 Oh, my bad. I must have read that wrong. <sighs> it's like a grid-based isometric real-time thing. Um, I don't really know exactly what you do other than hit things. That seems to be it. <laughs> Uh, the next game is Zup, which is a, like, you don't even need to look this up. It's a minimal, it's like a super minimalistic puzzle game. I like the fact that the first time I loaded it up and looked at the video, it looked like a giant blocky penis. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too. It's a physics-based puzzle game with yeah. blocks. That's a, that's, a, that's a big old penis right there. Yeah. That's a big old penis. Okay. The next game is called Hat Trick Header. It's a, like it's a football game. Game. It's a VR football game, but it's not really a football game. It's just a bunch of football-based mini-games in VR. Adding to the list of absolutely incredible VR titles that we've had over the last few weeks. <laughs> Jesus, God. Next game is Avalon Legends 2 Solitaire. So it's a it's a solitaire game. It was all going so well until you added Solitaire on the end of it. It's like, Avalon Legends Solitaire? 300 mm. Solitaire levels that are just inexplicably fantasy-themed. We're the really lonely among us. Yep. 300 levels of solitaire. Fuck. I can't wait. Holy it shit. has some sort of kingdom building aspect to it. Like, you can build your kingdom and collect resources by playing solitaire with people. I guess. That sounds like the best Facebook game. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it could have been like a great like puzzle quest kind of game, but... Absolutely. I'm not convinced that it is. Um, this next game is really just going to be quality. I, I don't want to give this game attention. Uh, if this is by the same company that keeps making these damn games... I'm still going to read the name. Fine. Poo Shooter Toilet Invaders. Great. Okay, so the next game is called Spellforge. Oh, that is... Uh, thanks, Steam! Jesus, God. Look, they... Make sure they allowed this to happen. Standards. They have a full team that goes through every game, makes sure that they are up to the standards of Steam. Okay. Yes. Spellforge. <laughs> yeah. Let's Spell move Forge. on to that as quickly as possible. Um. um all right. Well, I can't figure out Spellforge. It looks like you're playing as a like cute anime girl elf thing in a world that looks like it's either like feudal or rust or like one of like the yeah. don't line up it's very weird yeah, i just i totally it, agree it doesn't like it, the, the description is not really very good it's just like you must complete the campaign missions by destroying waves of creatures by casting elemental spells and destroying them but you seem like you don't move you just stand still the entire time <laughs> yeah it, it literally just looks like you stand still and cast spells at like really slow moving creatures yay okay this next game looks so cute it's called century night tactics and it's a strategy rpg game and everything is so adorable in it look they're just like those little booby doops they are that's little not a real boobies. word 
That is an yeah, accurate just made that up. Look, Jesse got it. They're little booby doops. Yeah, they're little booby doops. What? <laughs> a booby doop. Look at them. Look at them. Look at those little booby doops. What is the definition of that word? It means uh, that like their existence is like a little their their whole existence is a little booby boop doops. I don't see what the little boop doops. This isn't yeah, helping. Little boop doops. Yeah. I don't. Looks like the, the place that reminds me of Battle Heart, which was a mobile game. It was pretty good. Yeah, so it's sort of a side-scrolling strategy RPG thingy. Yeah. The next game is called Spectre. Uh, Spectre. Full VR integration horror simulation game. That no. also says strategy? It also says there's strategy to this. How is the strategy to it? Wow, one know. of the trailers appears to be a face cam let's player of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, yup. They used facecam, a facecam let's play as a trailer. Came for you. Yep, that is. Great. Oh, it's PewDiePie. Of course it is. Next. Next is Lydia Sweet Dreams. A reflex game which challenges players to survive and defeat waves of enemies in a vibrantly colorful world. Yep. The trailer has really nice art. I'm just trying to figure out what the, the actual game is. Oh, I think it's a runner. Is it a side scroller. Runner? Yeah, it's a runner by the looks of it. Mm. Yeah, shame because it's like it had some really nice art to that point, and I was like, oh, it's a runner. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. Cool. Well, the next game is called Polly Wings. It's another early access game. It's a flying game. Indie flying so, game with yeah. short and challenge missions. It looks nice. I don't know that don't it has know, any not. actual like. <laughs> like you know when it says it's short game there's challenge missions that doesn't seem like a game that i would want to play it looks nice but yeah challenges yeah it's just know. just a little sort of arcadey by playing game by the looks of it yeah all right next uh this looks interesting it's called the sun will rise it's a free game uh it says it's an it's rpg a, making game isn't it by it's a it. final fantasy style game about depression made by oh, okay. an international development team of gamers and mental health professionals all right. and above all else to be a rewarding playing experience with a positive message it looks really nice there you go. free game what the hell you got nothing to lose what there. you got to lose girl what you even got to lose they have a contest to win a shovel knight amiibo <laughs> that's their current promotional strategy for this game i don't know why <laughs> I love that's it. A, that's a, that makes that's no relation to anything that's happening here. Um, the next game is called The Space Garden. Um, you can build your own garden across the universe, discover, acquire, and grow your plants with love as you watch them evolve. Collect fruits by yourself or request help from your helpers. Sounds great. Doesn't look Doesn't brilliant. Doesn't look great. No. Yeah, unfortunately. It was all going so well until it actually was seen in motion. And then it's like, oh, yeah. all right. Oh, my gosh. Next. Okay. The next one is called Mythic Victory Arena. Um, okay. It's an early access, early access game. Fight in an arena. That's a lot of text. That's, nope, still going text. Still going text. It looks like a new, like a new grounds porn game. It I does. Have, it looks exactly like a new grounds porn game. It, it just seems like it's a, like jrpg battles like this is uh, this has got to be rpg maker surely it looks a lot like rpg maker i would assume oh, uh, God, that next, interface oh. the next game is called so many cubes nice. uh take us take a flying swing at what 
There's so many cubes. There's so many cubes. There's so many. It's a okay, strategy, strategy game, game with involving cubes. cubes. Lots mm -hmm. of cubes. Cubes are just sort of rolling at each other. That's yeah. you build There's different so kinds of cubes. <laughs> throw them at the other dude and attack what looks like a cricket bat. I don't know what this is. There's also why do you have chromatic aberration in a game about fucking cubes? I hate that effect so much. Oh, that. Whenever something hits anything, everything kind of goes weird and distorted and purple. Ah, awful effect. Cubes. Oh, too okay. many. <laughs> oh, next... So many. <laughs> this next game in the list is spelled wrong. It should be Power Grid. So this is the beginning of October fifth. Um, Power Grid is the first game. It's a turn-based strategy comedy game. Or you're trying that, to those are things I associate together. Turn-based yeah, comedy. <laughs> Turn-based strategy game where you must destroy your opponent's power plants and protect your own. It yep. looks like it. It looks like it could be fun to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's very a, a grid-based thing. It's a very thing. simple-looking game, but yeah, I'm trying to figure out exactly how it works from the video, yeah. and I'm just like seeing. Well, it looks like there's a lot of pipes, and then things explode, and that that's that. Not exactly sure how it works, honestly. Yeah. Oh, there it is. The next game is called The Planet of the Vicious Creatures. It's uh, now that's old school. Holy shit. Yeah. An old is... school platformer set now. A fourth the size of the screen. Oh Jesus. Yeah, oh. this looks like a ZX Spectrum game almost. Mm -hmm. That is. Yeah. You also moving. <laughs> Sure. You also move incredibly slowly. Have you seen how slow your character moves in this game? It's the yeah, slowest God. platformer I've ever seen. <laughs> it's... Jesus Christ. It's just like the first game released. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. How did... Yeah. It's like, are they running the video like at half speed or something? Like, Is, is it just an error like, in the trailer? Oh, is this actually how fast it goes? Like the first Normally, game. the game is so <laughs> fast-paced that people got confused, so they wanted to make sure. Oh, God. Oh, a piece yeah. of video gaming history right here. Oh, my, oh my God. goodness. Uh, All right. Jesus. The last one for October 5th is Butcher, which is a 2D shooter game. Ooh, it's not appropriate for all ages. It is not. Ooh. It looks very Why? bloody. Your character's fucking tiny. Yeah. Yeah. It does look like a, a bit of fun, of I have to saw. admit. Yeah. A lot of guns, a lot of... Oh, it's got a flamethrower in it. That always makes it good. Looks a bit like Broforce without the sense yeah. of humor. Yeah, totally. With a bit of Meat Boy thrown in there for good measure, because those fucking grinders are straight out of Meat Boy. All right. Uh, cool. So on October 6th, we have Super Happy Sing. 3D maze puzzle game, it says. Um, um, I have to admit, the logo looks extremely racist. In some, it looks like a piece of racist clip art. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, it's a yeah, it is a 3D maze game where you mm -hmm. have explicably have the ability to backflip. I mean, yeah. I assume you're playing, you know, like a Sikh character or something like that. I don't know how, what that's got to do with the game itself, but you have to flip over from monkeys. monkeys that are three times his size. It, yeah, that, that yeah, you you just only monkeys. I'm sorry, that logo is terrible. Oh my god. It... 
the art style doesn't look too bad in the game, but that logo, oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, this next one is called Bridge to Nowhere. And it says that it is a brief, immersive, exciting experience to demo VR to a first-time user. Ah. It's, it's step off on. to an, a bridge that's high in the sky. Do you have what it takes to jump off? That's what they're. That's the conceit that's of this it. game. It is free. I'll give them that. It's yeah. free, yeah. That's mm -hmm. literally all it is. Just a little VR experience. At least they're not charging for it. Hey. What are you, pussy? Jump off. Like, what is? What a ridiculous... For a game. Yeah. Jump off this cliff. For VR, it makes sense though. Like, kind of. It does. No, it does. It totally does because what so so much of VR right now is like, oh, it feels real, but it's not real, right? The next game looks a little more interesting. Block Apocalypse. A shared screen multiplayer party platformer about surviving oh, with your friends or outliving them. It looks good. It looks pretty neat. It reminds neat. me of um oh what's that hero game where you where everyone is like a trope of a like That's Broforce, right? Broforce, yeah. It reminds me of that. This also reminds you of Broforce, so we got a lot of that. Uh this next one is called Duke Grabowski Mighty Swashbuckler. Okay. I'm this into is that. A classic point and click adventure created oh, with maybe love not. by LucasArts. Oh, it actually has an indie team with supposedly LucasArts alumni in it. Yeah. But we've been burned on LucasArts point-and-click promises before. This actually yeah. does not look bad at all, though. No, it I'm looks looking pretty at cool. It. This came out of nowhere. I didn't hear a damn it, uh, thing from about From everything that I've seen so far, it's basically like <laughs> a, the perfect game for me. You're a big, dumb idiot who goes around trying to hit on women and stop <laughs> pirates. That's literally the premise. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's I. Nice it really does, actually. Yeah. Aesthetically, that's he's punching. He's wrestling a monkey, I think, at this point. Mm -hmm. And the trailer's just nothing but Duke Robowski, mighty zombie tosser, mighty animal tamer, etc., etc. Eh, okay, I can get on board with that. Yeah. The next game, apparently, Solitaire is really big right now. Evidently, the next game is called Best in Show Solitaire, where you can see any theme, number of different purebred dogs. Oh, it's dogs. Okay. Solitaire. Are those horses? All right. You know. It's dog solitaire. There are that's, dogs that's everywhere. Literally, that's literally all it is. I, there are even dogs on the cards. Each breed has unique abilities and stats. It has 300 levels. Apparently all Solitaire games must have at least 300 levels. That's the sweet spot. It is. Any less than that, it's not worth it. Not worth playing. Why is it Dog Solitaire? Like, I don't know. You fill up the bone meter in the top. You do. You fill up the bone meter. Just, oh what do you do God. with the bone meter? I love it. Please tell me. You got, yeah. Um, I'm going to use that game... next time I go to club. Hey, well, you want to fill up my bone meter? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. Uh, the next I'll game not is do called... that. I'm married. I'll get killed. Next. Next game is called Inklings. Inklings. It's a puzzler game where you control like little ink blots, lemming style, but Ooh. each of the levels is like a different painting, it looks like. Okay. And you basically destroy the paintings in order to get them to move through it, which is pretty... I kind of enjoyed the way this looks. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. That's it. I mean, look. It's I'm not what I think of when I think of lemmings. I'm gonna be honest. 
But they're inklings, not lemmings. Well, I'd yeah. say it was lemming style. <laughs> I was like, I, I guess. That doesn't look like lemmings to me, but all right. Okay. The next one is another one that is spelled wrong in the list. Okay. It's Shenzhen, S-H-E-N-Z-H-E-N. Shenzhen. It's another building circuits game. Fuck. Oh, this is awesome. So into this. You're into building circuit games? Yes. Really? What? How, big is, how big is that genre for you to be into it? How many uh, games that do this? Building circuits game! Yeah! <laughs> Just like, look, electronics in general yeah. are awesome. So I think it's cool that two weeks in a row we've had a different, like, figure out circuitry games. I think that that's awesome. The description is build hey, circuits, perfect. ride code, read the fucking manual. Yes! It's a building circuit! Yeah, game. building circuits! <laughs> look. I know what I'm about, okay? I don't mean to mock your passion, but building circuits, but not real ones. Yes! <laughs> I'm going to buy you a starter electronics kit for Christmas. I'm going to send you a, like, one of those build 50 different devices on this board little things. You'll I'm love down. it. It'll be great. Yeah. Next send year, I'll get you a me. chemistry set. Do it. My dad tried to, because my grandpa has um, just like huge boxes filled with resistors that he never used. And my dad was like, you want these? I was like, what the fuck am I you getting? You want a box of resistors? <laughs> a box literally filled with resistors. I was like. Was it filled to capacity? Ha! The next game <laughs> is called <laughs> Industry Manager Future Technologies. It's an economy simulator. Now that is actually what I'm into. No, it's probably going to be terrible. They all are. Not really. Nope. I, I love games about creating business empires and making money. Those are great fun. But most of them are awful. I'm looking at this and this doesn't look too bad, though. It's got futuristic planes in it. Yeah, this is all like set in the future. That's neat. Hmm. Huh. I would try that. Hope it doesn't suck. That'd be nice. It's, it's always nice when a game doesn't suck, isn't it? I agree, yeah. Just, just, just pumped. All the games out there that don't suck. Yeah, shout uh, out to you. Shout out to all of you. Pour one out. Endless Space 2. Yeah. First Endless Space, big 4X space strategy game. Uh, this is the sequel to it going to early access. It will probably be quite good. The first one was. It looks quite good. Mm, they do. I mean, so this is the guys that make uh, Endless Space and Endless Legend. Um, and Dungeon of the Endless. So they, they're really good when it comes to art styles. They do some really cool aesthetics and UIs and stuff. This may be very good. I'm hoping they've improved the combat from last time because that was literally just play a card and watch the ships fight, which wasn't that interesting. The next game I think we saw last week it's called Syndrome. Syndrome. Unless people are just all making the exact same. They're all making the same game. That's why. Room. Yeah. Horror games. It, we call it. It's a. It's the Paladin's disease. Everyone's making the same game. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody's just infected with yeah. Paladin. It's an Overwatch clone. No, it's a sci-fi survival horror game that plays you inside a doomed ship. What the fuck happened to your lost crew? It looks like uh, trying to tap. Oh, it has a wrench. It's tapping into the system shock kind of thing. Mm. One of your weapons is a wrench, apparently. I don't know if it's an actual. Mm. Oh, you have a gun. What the hell is going on with that hood? I don't know. Uh, I mean, this looks like it. It was all going so well until the giant cybernetic skeleton sort of wobbled towards the enemy in a way. It's like, well, that doesn't look as scary anymore. That's the monster. This <laughs> fucking derpy ass skeleton. It was all going so well up to this point. 
Oh, oh no. Well. Oh dear. The All next right. one we saw last, we did for sure see this next one last week. Laser Disco yeah. Defenders. Laser Disco um, Defenders. I like the logo for that. That's a nice logo. Too. Look at that. So there's that one. And then the final one for October 6th is called Bug Speed Collider. Is this just about running? Destroy your friends. Destroy the world. What? <laughs> what? That and escalated game, quickly. A what? Power beetle. And there's only war. Jump off a bridge. They are claiming it's Smash Brothers meets Dragon Ball Z. I do not agree at all with that assessment. Donkey, as our resident pro Smash player, does this in any way look like Smash to you? This is pretty much, uh, this is going to be bigger than Smash probably. We're probably going to see a big scene for this game. You heard it for your first folks, get the investment in now. Someone better tell Mark Cuban about this. He's already on the ground floor, he's there. This isn't anything like any of those things. All right. Uh, Cool. October Uh, 7th. October 7th. WRC 6 FIA. Whatever the fuck that is. World (laughs) Rally Championship thing. Yeah. Racing game. Cool. Game after that is Aegis. Aegis. Get it right. Aegis. Aegis. It's an Aegis. The bombs have fallen. The bombs have fallen. Of course The world has long since been covered in frost by a nuclear winter. Build a machine that will return the Earth to normal somehow. I think is the whole point of it. Mm. And you have a you have a mech to do it. You have to scavenge assault bases to find parts, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> looks alright. The next game's called Infinite Mini Golf. I'm gonna assume that's exactly what it says on the tin. Explore thousands of holes. Just leave it at that. Let's not say anything else. <laughs> right, about we it. Don't, nothing <laughs> else is needed. Explore thousands of holes. It actually guys. looks kind of cool. It looks it, it looks like Super Monkey Ball. Actually, you can customize your character. Have multiplayer competitions. Create your own courses. This Why is she staring cool. at me like that? That's weird. Feels like you can control the ball after you hit it. Yeah, that's not realistic at all. <laughs> Terrible. It doesn't look bad though. I'll be honest. It doesn't look that bad. That might actually be a bit of fun. Yeah, man. That could be fun. That could Next. be a fun thing. The next game's called Be Glitched. Uh, the, the aesthetic is totally, like, correct for me, but I can't tell what it is. So, yeah, I this is a game where, it, I mean, it has the bejeweled aspect to it, but you find a laptop, and that's what you're using while you play, and it's a laptop where, like, shit, it's, it's one of those meta games where there's more happening than just the game itself. Right. Right. Like, You're like communicating with the laptop or with somebody else who like has this had. This is up my alley too. I am gonna lie. Like, this yeah, is, this is your kind of game. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't look bad at all, actually. Mm-mm. No, it looks cool. I don't know why there's fucking bears in the background in some of these scenes, but hey, there's like little cute bears. It looks adorable. Yeah, that looks all right. Um, sure. Yeah. The next Arctic one. Arctic Trucker. Arctic Trucker Simulator. Yeah. Hmm. Which I, I mean, that's what I it, bet is also adorable. It's officially endorsed by Alex Daborski. <laughs> the fuck is Alex Daborski? Okay, good. I'm glad. It I'm has his signature <laughs> on the no, logo. No, Alex <laughs> I need to look this guy. Who is Alex Daborski? Living under a rock or something? I've, I'm Alex just. Daborski. I'm not obviously well connected to today's society. <laughs> 
Oh, it's the ice That's road trucker guy. There's a picture of right there. Truckers. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the most dangerous truck route in the world. It is. Think about that. <laughs> what? This next game looks awesome. Okay. This it's next game has the best, the best like logo in the world. <laughs> um, it's called Deceit. It's an early access game, but it's um, it looks like it's a five-person game. Okay. Where three of the people have a virus. Oh. So that's... three of the people are trying to spread the virus, and the other two are trying to either kill the people with the virus or escape somehow. Is I think what this is. Okay. I I can dig that. I'm into shit like that. I don't think you you don't know. I don't think you know who has the virus, and I think you're supposed to work together. All right, See, so that's what I'm wondering too. Oh yeah, because this this sounds like a, a kind of betrayal thing with maybe like a bit of trouble in terrorist town things like that. Uh, yeah. So you got five people. Three of the group have the virus. Who will escape uh, while traversing the building? The power will go out, creating darkness, allowing the infected players to transform into their terraform and strike. So they can't do anything, I guess, until it goes dark. Find allies, complete objectives around the map. The environment has been specifically set up to cause conflict among the group, creating doubt about the true intentions of the player. The infected oh. will be trying to cover up their group sabotage attempts, while the rest will be keeping an eye out for suspicious behavior. This sounds right up my alley. We've got to play this. <laughs> We've got to play this. This sounds Holy perfect. shit, this will rip us apart. We've yeah. This. <laughs> this sounds great. Oh, this this oh, sounds wonderful. Yeah, I'm all in on something like this. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder, I wonder what their timetable is for it coming out of early access. I don't know. Um, that I mean, obviously, it's un it's unfortunate that it is coming in early access, but um, I want to try it though. That yeah. sounds like it could be really entertaining with the right group of people. Uh, this next game is Ride Two. It's a motorcycle racing game. Uh, the game yep. after that is Mafia 3. Yep, that's our big AAA release uh, for the week. Uh, so that does not have review code available, uh, with the exception of the people... They're going to send... A uh, they're sending copies, but we'll only be able to play them when New Zealand can, basically. So, because New Zealand will be the first country to unlock it, because obviously it's way uh, ahead in time. Okay. We can play it when they can, so I think there will be streams of it prior to release... But they're probably you're not going to see a review of it because nobody got pre-release review copies, so it's a bit of a weird situation with that game. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. Hopefully, it'll be good. A lot of people have already played it, like either in their studio or it, you yeah. know they brought a demo copy to it. So there is a lot of footage out there. We just don't know how representative that footage is of the real thing. So just be aware of that. All right, next. Cool. The next one is oh no i lost my place thoth uh which twin, is a twin, twin stick shoot shooter with blocks like um yeah and like a weird minimal shape world yeah play i'd rather play geometry wars next the challenge is the next game uh it's an era of time travel they created the time bureau your challenge apparently is to fix time it looks quite pretty as to what it actually is, I don't know, because it doesn't describe it at all. It's like, you have to follow time tourists and prevent interference with history. So it's a very Sound of Thunder thing. Prevent people from smuggling artifacts from the past. How you do any of those things, I really don't know. Because it doesn't show you that at all. 
but it's a neat idea. Okay, so uh, the next one is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Sister. Another Five Nights at Freddy's game? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be another month without that, would it? <laughs> can, I, can I just say, this is my most encouraging thing about this game. Not a huge fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, but, and I quote, possible delay of game. Hey, guys, I wanted to post an announcement about this game. It might be okay. There are certain plot elements that are very dark to the point where I sometimes feel sick. What? I am interested now. There would be no easy <laughs> fix to this. I either release it on Friday as it is, or I delay it by several... So, th he made a plot that he himself didn't... wasn't Holy able shit. to tolerate. Holy shit, I kind of want to play this now. I don't, oh, since it's got the fact that sister location is in the title. No, thank you. <laughs> if it's like a super like stomach churny story that has to do with like a sister no thanks <laughs> oh, okay holy shit it's I so weird because it's a, it took, i mean uh, sorry took, what was that uh, they took one of these down off of steam yeah it was the one where it was a five nights at freddy's like battle rpg for some reason <laughs> and he just what? he released it and then got rid of it because like actually this was shit i'm sorry Oh, fuck. That got taken down? Yeah, it did. He took it down himself. The developer took it down himself because <laughs> oh, he's like, so this is funny. awful. Why did I release this? I had no idea. It's weird. This is a, It's a horror series for kids. That's the weird thing about Five Nights at Freddy's. Absolutely. Which now I'm like, oh my god, I want to know what he made. Apparently it's too dark for kids. <laughs> wow. I am intrigued. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. You got me. Alright, next. Another dark game, Alone and Alone VR. No. I double checked to make sure that Alone was not already released. Yeah. It's Alone and Alone VR. First both, person walking uh, simulator, horror yeah. by looks of it. Yeah. And then October 8th, we have Hyper Gods. Chase, capture, and destroy God in two player, ultra fast, head to head oh, dash yeah. across an infinite universe. Yeah. Apparently, All you right. destroy God in a spaceship. So it's basically <laughs> Star Trek V, the video game. What does God need with a spaceship? Indeed. <laughs> I, I don't know what this whole destroy god thing is they just seem to be shooting at each other a lot are I, they trying to find him? I guess I'm looking for him but they're shooting things in the process I don't even know this is just a giant light show this is seizure inducing <laughs> god alright next uh, the Higurashi when they cry bundle I guess that whole story is done I, um, the visual novels it's a yeah yes. it's a series of visual All novels right. that had a really good uh, response to them the next one is crazy fun foot rock yeah call the game crazy fun then we'll believe you it it's some <laughs> okay this is like a combination of miniature golf and american football yep what? i there's it's a cow i don't see there is there's several there's yeah, so you're running with a football through like a mini golf level of sorts, trying not to die. Spawning pins. The shit is this thing? I don't know. Oh god, the physics in this game look terrible. Holy shit! Go on, run for the cow. No, you cut off before they run through the cow. Disappointing. <laughs> Now I don't know what's going to happen when you run into the cow. All right, next. Oh, goodness. This next game I was excited about because I thought it was going to be VR, and it's not. But it's called Maximum Archery the Game. It's a bow yeah. hunting simulator. Yeah, it's just it's a bow hunting game. But I, was I don't like, think oh, it's a it single VR? good hunting game that exists. Like, they're all terrible. Never? 
No, I like the Cabela's Hunt series. Have you ever played one of those? I did. So it true. was ridiculous. It was utterly terrible. You can hunt squirrels, raccoons, and turkeys. Apparently, oh, shit. and turkeys. And, and turkeys. turkeys. Shit, we can get it. girl, hot damn. I feel like a good hunting game would be really, really fun. Like setting down traps and bait and avoiding big bears that are gonna murder you and shit. But they're all bad. Realistic animal yeah. physics. What? And the deer goes. The, the, the deer just went twenty feet in the air. What the fuck? There's no realistic animal physics here. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. The next Please make a good called... hunting game. Just one. <laughs> just one. We only need one. In only, the world. Yeah, we only need one good hunting game. There are currently zero good hunting games. Uh, All the right. next game is called Clockwork. It's a puzzle platformer. It looks. It looks pretty. It's got a fucking awesome logo. Yeah. This yeah. is a in a world with really boring video game logos. I don't know if you noticed lately, there was an article on this. All video game logos now are really boring. They're just black and white text. That's it. We used to have really cool logos. I'm glad this game exists. It has a cool logo. Look mm. at that. That's lovely. Uh, the next sure game, the game is called Super Mixtape. It's about okay. a retro physics-based rhythm puzzle platformer. Where you play as a mixtape. Yeah, where you are literally a mixtape. Oh, what the fuck? Why? Why not? That's the question. Have we exhausted all possible characters? Just clone something from Overwatch. (laughs) Everyone else is. Why you play a fucking tape? This really is kind of It makes no sense. (laughs) It's like Soundwave, how he had little cassettes that would turn into birds and shit. Yeah, but this this is just a tape. He doesn't turn into anything. So we're going to end on a high note here. I hope so. Uh, with Stramium Immortally. This is Jesse, the... I need you to look at this game. Oh, my. Stramium Immortally. The fuck? Yeah. The fuck? The fuck? Yeah. All right. That is a, that's a lot of, that's a color riot, certainly. Uh looks it's got some very odd looking monsters in it let me put it that way it's a shoot 'em up roguelike dungeon crawler the monsters are fucked up in yeah, this game yeah they're, they're like really horrifying they really are i that's terrifying good lord wow doesn't look too bad but holy shit that's nightmare inducing stuff yeah i like how it's butts hard Apparently That's so. hard for seasonally generated cubicus battling beasties. You've sold me with your alliteration alone. Sure. All right, that's us done for the show, folks. Those are the releases coming out in the uh, in the next few days. A couple of, couple of things worth looking at there, at least. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Uh, do look at Atlas Reactor today. That is out. Uh, and Viking Squad, of course, which is also out today. Oh. Those look like the things to have a look at. Yeah. We're done. Thank you very much for watching the show, folks. But before we go, we'd love to hear what's coming up on our channels over the next few days. I mean, we would love to hear that. You might. But, Donkey, I'd love to know what's what's coming up. What What is your next project? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Nailed it. Watch it anyway. I'm sure it'll be great. Jesse, what's going on with your this week? What's going on? Uh, I mean... More than you trying to get stuff done so I can uh, move on to other stuff. So if you're if you're like shit, you're backlogged because you've been to so many conventions. Yep, that you're damn right. 
So I'm trying to make videos happen right now. So more of the same garbage. More of the same garbage. Great. Dodger, what's going on with your channel this week? Is it uh, even worth watching? More of the same garbage. If you'd Great. like to watch Krender and I play Backstage Pass, there's that. Uh, we've got a new uh, stream highlight video going up. And I don't know. Come hang out. Watch my YouTube. Hang out for a stream. We're going to be doing a 200,000 follower stream in this next week. So I'm excited about that. Follow me at Dex Bonus. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. Just, be you. Just do what feels right. Yeah. That's pretty much just done, farted. folks. Thank you very oh. much for watching. Big thanks to Dunkey for being our guest today. Thank you very much for coming on the show. We absolutely appreciate that. Thank you, guys. That's fun. Yeah. Thank and you. We are about done. We'll be back next week. Don't know who the guest is yet. Whoever I can fool into being on this stupid show. <laughs> and one other thing I want to do, I do want to let people know about is we're going to be doing a charity stream. I think most of us are going to be involved in that. That's going to be next Thursday. Don't have a time for that yet, but it's going to be a board game stream. We're going to be streaming on behalf of Able Gamers, which is a charity that tries to raise awareness for mobility issues, the issues that, of course, people have, you know, playing video games if they have issues with uh, their hands or eyesight or anything like that, trying to make sure that games have more options for them and also creating peripherals and providing them with things that help them take part in the wonderful hobby of video games we're going to be doing that on thursday there's going to be a bunch of different guests we're going to be playing some board games on tabletop simulator which is going to be a lot of fun the only game we've announced for it so far is we're going to play a game of battlestar galactica so expect Corendor to go out the airlock he always does should be a lot of fun and that pretty much wraps it up so thank you very much for watching the show folks big thanks to our sponsor today crunchyroll.com slash total biscuit head over there for unlimited anime Unlimited anime. You need it. You need all of it. You have nothing better to do with your life. Head on over there. Go get yourself a subscription. We're about done. Thank you to our new Twitch Prime subscribers today. Please do stick around. Yay. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.